Welcome to episode 37 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today we're having the second part of our chat with Tom from 13 County. Enjoy the show. Recording in progress. Hold on. Donde esta Darcy? Ah, there is Darcy. Can you hear me right? Yeah, yeah. That's good. good. Just, um, I'm realising my that's facing quite towards the... There we go. It's a bit more delicious. Thought it's hot. I'm all right. I don't know why everyone's moaning about it. I think I'm, I think I'm okay. Fucking horrible. It is quite hot. I hate it. <laughs> it is quite hot. Um, but that's fine. Like, it is what I it fe- is. I feel... I feel moist. If you feel that anyway. I've invented the perfect drink, by the way. I just thought to point out. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Mate, mate, this is a fucking game changer. I made it completely by accident. So it's... It looks um, like you've repeatedly punched yourself in the bladder and then had a piss. Yeah, it's a bit... When you find out what it is, you'll, <laughs> you'll understand the deliciousness of it all. So oh. it's Vimto. Like the right. diluted that explains the, the blood colour. Yeah, but like quite a lot of Vimto, like almost a quarter of the glass is Vimto. The pint Brilliant. glass, listener. And then you fill it up another half with uh, tonic water. Right. And then top it off with normal cold tap water. Did you just say toilet water or tonic water? Tonic water. It's delicious. I made it by accident because I thought I'd put um, soda water. How, in. how the fuck do you make that by accident? Because I normally I, I normally put soda water in, and the, and the bottles look the same. Um, so, I put, but it's actually much more nicer. Oh, I've now invented yeah. the perfect sandwich and the perfect drink. I think I'm, on, I'm I might be some sort of legend. What was the perfect sandwich? I'll not tell you about this. World's no. most world's most perfect sandwich. You get that um. That brioche bread. I'm very, I'm disappointed you didn't tell me because this is incredibly valuable podcaster. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. My bad. My bad. Okay. I invented this. <laughs> sa- but Joanna thinks it's arguably the most disgusting sandwich she's ever heard of. But I think it's. I think. It's <laughs> and Joanna sandwich. is saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's that. Have you ever seen that Saint Pierre bread in the co-op? It's in like an orange bag. It's brioche. It's like a brioche loaf. Yeah, I think so. But it yeah. has to specifically be that bread, right? Did you get that it's bread? It's like the, the uncut brioche No, it's loaf, cut. It? It's no, it's, it's oh. a cut one. It's, it's pre-cut. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that then. It's in like an orange and black bag. Um, it's really fucking good. Right, it's quite expensive. Um, so you get that and you ever so lightly toast it. I mean, literally, just give it says a little bit of crunch on the top. Like no colour, just a little bit of crunch. Your butter, obviously. And then you take... Uh, some spam, and you thick slice some spam. It's all gone wrong, right? right you put that in, <laughs> and then you get some lime pickle, a dollop of lime pickle. Oh, I like, Jesus I like the patak You've right. got French people listening to this, being like, "Oh my god, he's killed the brioche!" <laughs> no, no, they won't. They're, 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 this sounds disgusting until you eat it. Lime pickle, you English gosh. wine. <laughs> this is the most important part, though. <laughs> Capers. You need to get a handful of capers, oh, right? Jesus and what you do is you put, Christ, you put like man. three or four capers on the spoon, just a couple, right? Uh, but you close your eyes and you hold the lid of the sandwich and you close your eyes 
and you like just dump them and then then put the lid on so you don't know where they are it's the perfect sandwich it has everything um listeners um last time i asked you to do this when pav said how do you say chocolate again chocolate okay so i had quite a few responses to that when and I they said, all said i was right yeah no they all said you were weird well was <laughs> that in response to the chocolate <laughs> i mean granted most of the responses were from people who were in the north apart from Paul, uh, well there Paul we go then. Weird anyway um so so listener is Pav's sandwich fucking weird? Because I feel a bit sick right now. Okay, it sounds weird. I mean, I admit it sounds weird. That's a given, right? But make one and then tell me it's weird. So what was it? It's 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 brioche, Light, lightly spam. toasted brioche bread, spam, lime pickle, and a couple of capers. Jesus Christ! It has everything. It has the crunch, I, I can't even sweetness. Get my head around that. It has everything. It's the perfect sandwich. When you go to a buffet, mm. do you put dessert on the plate with your dinner? Of course I do. <laughs> that explains it. Well, I don't know. When I'm when I have a buffet, I quite often have dessert dessert first. I, well, look, mate, mate, I'm basically like medieval. I, I should have been born at the time when they had just a big table and you ate whatever you wanted in whatever order you wanted to eat it. I don't mm. agree with this. Oh, yeah, savoury, sweet. Uh, sometimes I'll have a chocolate chocolate bar. And I'll wrap it in crisps. Yeah, but chocolate and crisps is actually pretty good. Yeah, but it's sweet and savoury at the same time. Yeah, but brioche, spam, lime pickle and capers. I hate to break it to you, Darcy, but you're verging on the point of being a hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair point. Shut up now. Um, Oh, my God. That is one of the randoms, isn't it? It's what weird food combo do you enjoy? That is, I I mean, I'm getting rid of that question now because you've just given the perfect example. Okay, well, do do me foods that should not go together. Do me a favor, make that sandwich. No, I'm not (laughs) going to do that. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you haven't tried it, you can't really comment on it. I've had all of those ingredients individually. Yeah. And I just don't see. Do you do you enjoy them all individually? I'm not a big fan of lime pickle, and um, capers can fuck off. Yeah, the lime pickle is an interesting one because I've made the sandwich for a few people, and after they've eaten it, they're like, "This is revolutionary. You're basically a walking god." And the lime pickles, most people don't like lime pickle, I find. But in this sandwich, because you only literally, it's just a teaspoonful. You don't like smother it all on there. Put it on and just spread it around a little bit, right? Maybe a couple of little chunks in there. And then the sweetness of the brioche bread like dulls down the lime pickle enough. It's just the best sandwich. If I had yeah. that sandwich in this drink right now, I'd probably have an erection. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, listener, if you didn't know, this is a this is a brand uh, podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Sandwich Social. <laughs> sounds like an event that happens in like a community hall, and it's just a bunch of geriatrics that talk about the good old days and sandwiches. 
Mate, I would go to a sandwich. Remember, remember when all we had was cucumbers and bread. I love a cucumber sandwich. Yeah, I quite like a cucumber sandwich. So you don't mock the, the old ones know what they're doing, mate. Have you ever had a toast sandwich? Uh, I probably have. Have you ever had a sugar sandwich? Yeah, I don't like. I don't like sugar sandwiches. <laughs> no, there's something about them. I'm not really That's a big fan of sugar. Bread. Yeah, yeah. Toast sandwich, I'm I'm there for. Hmm. But yeah, not a. When I say a toast sandwich, I do mean like normal bread with toast in between. Yeah, and shit ton yeah. of butter. Yeah, it's the best. But I think one of the the best sandwiches ever has got a bit of chip butter. Yeah, I'm not so I'm not so much of a fan of a chip butter. Don't. If I'm honest, yeah, I know, and I, and I totally appreciate why people say they're good, as good as they are. Can I There's, get it? Has to be good chips though. Can't yeah, I, I do get it. Chips. I do get it, but I think there are better sandwiches. For example, the one I described earlier. I think that's a much much more better a sandwich. I tell you what, I'm really into at the minute actually is a prawn cocktail sandwich. Yeah, I like a prawn cocktail sandwich. I like a prawn. I like prawns in anything, really. Anything seafood. Anything. I mean, what really can't be improved by adding seafood to it? <laughs> Do we want to go there? Yeah, I can't think of anything that can't be. Listen up. See if you can come up with anything that isn't improved by adding seafood. Um, can't, can't think of anything, can you? Chocolate and fish going well together. Nah, mate. Yeah, you'd love that. Bit of a bit of a whelk dipped in chocolate, like a a fish, like a fish cake, but not like a fish cake as we know it, like a Victoria sponge. Oh, we're fishing it. (laughs) That sounds all right. (laughs) Instead of jam, it's just fish paste. (laughs) That sounds all right. (laughs) We're gonna make the listeners sick here. This is the episode where everybody bogs off. I wouldn't. I went. I went to Morocco. Please don't. We've got a good one. <laughs> I went. I went to Marrakesh and uh, I, I went to this restaurant thing in the in the in the main town, and um, I walked in and I was like, "I'll like, oh, sit down like a little cafe or something." What do you want? I said, "Just give me the local delicacy, whatever you eat here is." You sure? And I was like, "Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'll eat whatever it is." And I'm eating it, and it was fucking delicious. It was a little bit sweet, a little bit savoury. I didn't ask what it was. I ate it, and I said. Can you just explain to me what that was? And the man was like, well, I think if I tried to explain it in English, what you just ate was a chicken cake. <laughs> and I said, well, what? He was like, he said, you know a cake? I said, yeah, I know what cakes are. He said, well, it's like that, but with chicken in it. <laughs> it was amazing. It was delicious. But I don't know what it's called. I'd love to make it at home. Probably one of those recipes that's got like 84 steps. I'll tell you what does my fucking head in. I think mm. I've brought this up before, actually. It's like, so we, we were doing the shopping list the other day for like our weekly shop. Sorry, can you hear those cars? Yeah. I need just. My I need fucking windows open. It's boiling there. Um, we were doing the shopping list the other day. And we were like, should we, should we add some new meals and spice it up? You know, keep it exciting. Um, so we were like scrolling through like recipes and stuff, and what the fuck is it with people who write cooking blogs where they have to tell their fucking life story before you get to the fucking recipe? Uh, 
There's that a really boils my piss. I, I did read an article about that. It's about well, some fuck it's, off. It's something about search engine optimization. Apparently, it like if it's just a recipe, you don't get any of the hits on Google. I don't care about any of your wanky, fucking badly there, spelled bollocks. There is a video. Oh, on right. it. I gave this to Kevin when he was four, and he loved it, and we've made it ever since. Um, fuck off. I'm going to send you the video, but I've got to make a note to remind me to do it. Okay, uh, uh, recipe. Please don't send me that video again. Cool. You're just writing down that you need to make a chicken cake. Chicken cake. Uh, when I went to Morocco, that was also the time where I was told about the best place to go to um, get a view of the entire square at night. Did I tell you this? And I walked into the, they said, yeah, there's this, there's this hotel right on the square. You walk in, it's got a little reception. Just walk, just say hello and walk straight in up the stairs. And there's a rooftop, rooftop cafe. So I walked into this say building. Roo- rooftop. 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 A cafe on the roof. <laughs> so I went in, it's only about three or four floors. I'm get I'm up there and some people sitting there and I wave at them. And I was standing there for about five, ten minutes. No one come up and offered me a drink. I thought it was a bit weird. Eventually someone come and said, are you okay there? I said, yeah, any chance I can get some tea, the Moroccan tea you have? They went, yeah, sure. Yeah. So bring the tea over. And then the people that were sitting there invite me to go and sit with her and I'm chatting away to him. And the guy brings the tea over and he sits down with us. I thought, that's nice. Again, chatting to him, chatting to him. Anyway, they, they explained all the things that were all around and they were pointing out all the, all the, um, the, what do you call it? Site things you can see that are interesting. And uh, I was there for about an hour and a half. And maybe another cup of tea. And I said, Well, I've got to go. I said, Can I have the bill and I'll pay? They said, No, 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 Bill. I was like, No, 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 I'm not having you. I thought they were trying to pay for my drinks. I said, No, I'm not only do that. No, 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 Bill. I said, No, 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 give me a bill. I'll pay for it. He said, No, 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 you don't understand. This is our house. So I'd walked into this person's right. house <laughs> and it was the door right next to the hotel <laughs> that I was staying about. And it was just the same building. It was exactly the same building all the way across. And I just walked, and the guy I'd waved to in the corner was just the guy sitting there, just sitting in his house. <laughs> and I just opened the door, got straight upstairs. It, you know what's blatantly happened there? He's like, he was sitting with his wife, and he's turned to his wife, and he's like, This guy's going to kill us if we yeah, don't yeah. feed him. <laughs> it was so weird. It was so weird. I mean, they he was really just there like... off the balcony giving hand signals to passers by. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Spelling out just SOS. Walk, just walk straight into the house. <laughs> Oh, that's oh. brilliant. Oh, right. Um, is Tom here? Should we talk a little bit about our guest? Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you, the listener has listened to... Half of it. Um, yeah, this is part two. If they um, haven't, listen to that first and then come back to this one. Yeah, because it'd be a bit silly, context and all that. Mm. Um, and it is a very good listen. And it was Although, if we were after continuity, I probably shouldn't have had a haircut. Yeah, this is true. And I should have been in a shitter mode. <laughs> Just my normal self, basically. Yeah. Anyway, um, Tom's here and waiting, so let's get him in. Yeah, let's do it. Start chatting. Hello, wow. mate. <laughs> Insert going, chatting mate? now. Mate, yeah, you've, got, you've got an amazing background again. Where are you standing now? Is that a picture? It's wizardry, guys. Is it not actually there? <laughs> oh no, I've lost my arm. <laughs> no, 
I literally just set it up now to look posh for this second part of the uh, interview. It's really fucking cool. Thanks. Yeah, I did it for you. Did you already have that picture or did you purposely stick all those stickers down to take the picture? So that basically is my laptop cover that has got every sticker we've ever made on it. Um, Uh... And then I remembered for the festival, I was like, I'm going to turn that into banners for the lights to cover the fences. That's cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah, so the stickers have like real patina, man. That, that's the sort of <laughs> that's the sort of look that people try to replicate and fake, and it mm. never ever works ever. No, it sucks because the stickers they're normally a a fake rip off logo, right? Yeah, and then and then uh, yeah, they're normally the same sticker pack off eBay or whatever, and it's just like sticker bombed. Yeah, no, yeah. look, that looks banging. I'm well impressed. I'd, um... My, my last laptop, I did that too. And it looked fucking awesome. And then I upgraded my laptop and I didn't think about the fact that they'd changed the size of the laptop. So I went from yeah. like, what did I have? I had like, like a 13-inch MacBook Pro and I got a 15-inch and I was just like, oh, fuck, it doesn't fit. Got to start all over again. Well, was yeah, it like the case that goes on it then? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Someone yeah. should make like a system where you can like, peel it off and it fits on any laptop again they should have mm. i just invented something you have oh, mate i'm just how am i not rich seriously <laughs> i know how, i know why i'm not rich because as good as my ideas are i'm also very lazy <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're aware of it <laughs> oh, mate, i'm aware of it i'm aware of it work, work smart not hard or in my case neither <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how well, are you anyway, mate? Yep, good. Tax return is done. The festival is yeah. organised. <laughs> and I'm going on holiday next week, so I'm, feel, yeah. feeling, I'm feeling pretty light in you, uh, troubles. Where are, you, where are you going on holiday? Uh, I'm going to Greece uh, to a wedding. Mm. Is it? A, is it a holiday if you go? If you? If it's a wedding? No, because it's like three days of wedding activities. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been to a wedding abroad and they said, oh, at least you get a holiday out of it. And I was like, this is not a holiday. I said, because no. I, would never, I would never choose to come here this time of year for this long, ever. <laughs> so <laughs> this is not a holiday. <laughs> and, and wear a suit on 30 degrees weather. Yeah, yeah that's was, not nice. It was uh, Tuscany in at the end of July mm. and they got married at the hottest part of the day and I was one of the groomsmen. And when I took my... I had a three-piece suit when I took my jacket off. Oh Jesus! You could see an outline of the of the waistcoat, <laughs> and then when I took that off, you could see an outline of, and then the tie. You could see like I was still wearing it. Yeah, it was great. Accidentally fell in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to wear a suit in that weather, it needs to be like linen. Yeah. Well, the, well, the, like... the wedding was originally planned to be in May when it was much cooler, and then COVID right. happened, and it got postponed twice. So it's mm. sort of like I can understand. So I've been having this argument about this. So obviously the bride is the only one that wears white, which I think is very selfish if the wedding is in the sun and 30 degrees. So I was like, well, what about cream mm. or like light khaki? Yeah. No, apparently no. What about grey? You can get a light grey. Yeah, get a very, uh, very light grey. Don't know if I can wear grey, guys. Okay. Why? I don't know. I want to wear can... white. I can it suit you. It's a it's a bride of virgin. <laughs> I don't want to comment. Well, 
just because it because it is a Greek wedding. So if I say the wrong thing, it might not happen. They might throw a plate at you. <laughs> is that what they do there? Yeah. Is that yeah. the place where they throw the plates? Yeah. Oh. I thought you just got m- mixed up with like Judaism and and Greek people there for a second. <laughs> no, <laughs> like... cut this part. <laughs> oh. Oh, I must apologise, Tom. If it looks like I'm not looking at you, I installed a new computer monitor, and it's somewhat bigger than I expected it to be. So I am actually looking at you. But hold on, I'll just show you. Yeah, come on. Oh, you fancy, huh? It's fucking massive. (laughs) What size is it? I think it's like a 42 inch, a 41 or 42 inch. Oh, wow. Like, Um, I remember being a kid and being like, I'm going to use my TV as a computer screen. And then you plug your TV into a 50 inch. You're like, no, I'm not actually going to do this. That's basically what this is. But it's it's a commercial television. So it's designed to be used as a computer screen. It's got no other inputs other than to plug your computer in. Um, so yeah, but um, I've got to find some way of sorting out because if I put the webcam on top, I look like this. <laughs> <laughs> so you look normal. Like yeah. Normally do, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks, mate. I just thought I'd, I just thought I'd let you know that I'm I'm as far as I'm concerned, I'm looking you square in the eye. <laughs> Good. <laughs> From our um, point of view, it just looks like you've got two lazy eyes. Mate, I've already told you I'm lazy. You don't have to keep bringing it, bringing it up. <laughs> Sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Right. So I haven't taken any notes from the first episode. Just no, did I? I just listened to it and really enjoyed <laughs> it. Have you listened to it? Yeah. You listened yeah, to I it? listened to it. Yeah, it was fucking I... good, mate. It was banging. It was really good because uh, that's the first po- podcast I've ever done. And equally i have a tendency of telling people too much like like for instance i won't name the brands but two years ago i told them my plans when i was just at an event i was like yeah we're all friends here and then all of a sudden these brands started delivering very similar products to what i was telling them about and i was like ah you're meant to do this with your big ideas (laughs) yeah yeah, i've got to be a bit careful yeah i mean i think generally speaking if we thought anything was a trade secret i say we darcy would just cut it out anyway yeah. <laughs> i use fruit of the loom basic they're the excellent best. they're the best <laughs> nothing better than a fruit of the loom next year i'm only making shorts for winter make like winter shorts they're like shorts right but they're, they're much longer in the leg than normal shorts <laughs> Right, okay, right. I see where we're going, yeah. But winter shorts. Yeah. So you're technically still wearing shorts, but they're longer. And you could call they're branded them short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, can call, we can call them longs. Mm, I see why you guys are printers and not uh, <laughs> fashion designers. <laughs> we're going to make these really long shorts and call them warts. <laughs> just give us the warts and we'll print them. Why aren't you rich? I just don't understand. Oh, and then we can call. Oh, when you the business can be called Warts and Tall. <laughs> this, this, this is fucking genius. Yeah, you're wasted here. I'm um, definitely, well, yeah. definitely wasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a it was a great first episode, and we're so pleased to get you on to finish finish the chat. What time is the cab booked for? 
<laughs> Tonight, uh, oh, well, I've got 33 minutes. <laughs> you actually? No, my bed is actually next to me right now. So, you know, we've, we've got as long as we need to. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Always oh, a disappointment. Hilarious. Mm. Oh, bless That's you. also what she said. Yeah. <laughs> so I think last time where we kind of got to was we were talking um I guess a bit more about the design side of things and kind mm-hmm. of like appealing to audiences and kind of where you fit into that. Yeah. So I guess kind of like might as well kick it off with the first question rather than just chatting shit. Kind of like sure. what's where I guess where does the inspiration come from behind your designs? Obviously, like you know, we talked about like the whole like Americana thing yeah. and everything, yeah. like but where does it come from like your uh, inspiration? My inspiration mainly comes from pop art, Japanese designers like Nigo and stuff that maybe Pharrell has worked on, or basically anything that's a simple uh, graphic design led um what's a better way of saying that i like simplistic art and a lot of the americana stuff is obviously more intricate so what i've tried to do from the beginning really is take from hip-hop japanese um Jap- japanese graphic design kind of fuse them into my other passion uh also mm. pe- people like nike or uh basically i look everywhere except from the obvious i already know what the obvious is so it's kind of finding inspiration in modern media if that makes sense which i think then gives our designs they they look simplistic in comparison to but i'm quite happy with the 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 simplistic nature of it i don't think they're simplistic at all no no i think they're I think they're not like photographic, if that's what you mean. Yeah, they're, they're not. I wouldn't say they're simplistic. They're, there's a lot. There's nothing. Nothing that you do, I think, is simple. Or is it? <laughs> I think. I think you're downplaying. I think. I, yeah, I think. That but there's, there's there's an art in simplicity, isn't it? Because it's easy oh, yeah, to make sure, something yeah. wild because you feel like you haven't delivered enough for people to be like, "Well, bloody hell, how do you do that?" But actually, mm. the the hard work is delivering something that's minimal and still you go yeah I've, mm. I've said it on there before and kind of like talking in relation to kind of print and stuff it's like obviously as printers like we love a single color print because it's fucking easy mm. but i think there is like a, a real skill in creating something something that is one two three colors or whatever and yeah. making it look really vibrant and pop off a shirt or, or off a poster or whatever yeah, you know, there's really, really something in that compared to, you know, you don't need to use 18, 19, 20 fucking colours yeah. in every sort of design. It's like, I think simplicity, for me anyway, fucking wins every yeah. time. Yeah. But I'm not, I, I'm not really big into like my really colourful clothing and designs and stuff. I'm, I'm yeah. quite dull, like really, like I like <laughs> black and white. It's good to be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just dull. But- He's dull and I'm lazy. <laughs> My design's dull. <laughs> Me, dull. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. But yeah, I, yeah, I'm like, sure. I, I, I love like the, 
like the simpler side of it it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. i think is what i'm getting at yeah the the idea is always the most important bit always but i mean from an illustrator's point of view it's like when when i'm designing something i'm always tempted to go oh i could add in another color there and that might Mm. might make it a bit better and then like so one of the designs that me and pav have worked on for for our brand but it started out as basically like a single color i'm talking about the zippy design pav Oh, yeah. Um, started out with like a, essentially a single color, like halftone print, and I was like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it as like this vector art and everything." And it ended up being like sixteen colors, and I was like, "We can't screen print this anymore." <laughs> 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 and it was like, I mean, I think it looks fucking great, and we'll, you know, if we use that version, we'll we'll do it as like um TTF transfers or whatever, mm. but um. Yeah, I think it's easy to easy to get carried away sometimes. So it's like kind of keeping yourself on track is a is a real scale. I, I mean, really great... good at it before because I was limited to like a fucking single color press, or even when I upgraded to like a full color press, I was a bit like, oh, a bit nervous about doing like a full color water based job on a single station. Like now, that's like whatever I can do that with my fucking eyes closed. But like before, it was like, um, oh, I'm only going to do single color stuff because. It's what I know. It's what I'm comfortable with. I mean, it, it, even even simple stuff is complicated. Like the your little chef knuckleheads T-shirt. Mm-mm. It looks simple. Them. It look looks simple, but it's not really simple, is it? Like, there's a lot of detail there. The idea itself, like you've got to be a bit special to come up with that. Yes, I guess. But again, that. <clears throat> that design for me when i was saying like where well, i like bape and nigo and those japanese things mm. that character and the format of the illustration is straight off of probably an uh like an early 2000s hip-hop brand mm. do you know what i mean and it's taking that inspiration and bringing it into a different market for me is what stands out because i grew up loving hip-hop and all these things so that was <clears throat> motorbikes came later and I think that's what gives us the, like uh, one of our t-shirts that I've got, it's called the Block Boys Chopper Club. Mm. Well, well, Block Boys are drug dealers. Choppers are uh, AK-47s. So the Block Boys Chopper Club is a blockhead Harley engine. But in actual fact, the reference that I pulled from it was drug dealers with machine guns. <laughs> I've got to find this. Where is it? Is it on your Instagram? Hold on uh yeah yeah we'll be on there further down but you know it's like it's a play to me and then if i explain it and then people are like oh yeah you there's nothing to see in the design that you wouldn't know but then if you read it and send it to someone i don't know that was into that they'd be like i know what that means so Mm. you're you're almost you're playing with language almost aren't you rather yeah that that's what that that's what inspires me yeah yeah so you're not yeah which I suppose is hard. It's even harder to convey as an image, short yes. of saying the word. So what slapping a word on something, but then yeah. if you want to convey something, it has to be the right typeface, spacing, the whole lot. You might want to add your own little flair to it. And that it's not. Yeah. Like I say, things might look simple, but it's not. Re- it's not really simple, is it? No, no. I guess it's not simple, unless it's like a flip of like a old petrol station logo or something like. Because sometimes I'm just like, I need some designs, so I'll mm. just do. Whereas at the moment, I'm kind of just waiting for that like eureka moment where I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I'll just do that. Yeah, I mean, they they do come. Every now and again, I'm sitting there and I'll just, I've got a list on my phone and it's just all 
ideas that I think are fucking banging. Mm. And and the list gets longer and longer and longer. And every now and again, I go and look at it. And I'm quite, when I make a list, I don't just write like one word now. Because I used to write, there's one and it was like Dolphin Echo, I think I'd written. And looking looking back at that two years later, <laughs> I've never what the fuck that means. It doesn't, what does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. So now yeah. I, leave, I leave myself quite detailed notes. And when I go back and look at them, and a lot of the time, they are shit. Yeah. <laughs> every now and again, there's one little golden nugget in there. That's that's how I've always come up with like whether it's like brand names or ideas or whatever. I literally like have a list and I'll literally just write down everything that comes into my head and I'll leave yeah. it a few days and then go back to it. Be like, yeah, that shit, that shit, that's fucking awful. That's embarrassing. Like, you know, and it's like, oh, that's not too bad actually. And we kind of did that process with um with our own brand. We rewind, mm. um, didn't we? And it's like I mean, well, I mean, I posted the picture of like where it was literally we'd written down every single name we'd come up with, Inclu- and, and the word was, boobs several times. Yeah, was, you know, <laughs> we considered calling it boobs. Um, That's a really great brand name, though. <laughs> I wonder if there's a brand out there called boobs. <laughs> that probably is. Yeah. <laughs> probably somebody is. I'm not gonna. I'm to. not gonna Google. I'm not gonna Google search boobs or Instagram boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, uh, when you finish listening to this, go and do go on Google search and type in boobs and let us know what comes up in the search results. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of like a a really good way of like breaking up the shit from the good. It's like, you know, there's there's so many times that I toyed with the idea of actually changing Downcast's name and I've and I've done the same with Inky Cow as well, like the print shop. And going like, oh, I'm just a bit bored of that. But I think it's like, I just don't like, I don't like sitting still. I just like, mm. I like things to be chopping and changing and like keep it new and like fresh and exciting and stuff. And I think that was a problem that I ran in with Downcast is I was releasing so much stuff so regularly. And it was like, and then when it wouldn't sell, it's just like, oh shit, I'm stuck with this stop now. Mm. You know, rather than really like dialing in on, on what's good. Yeah. And what's going to sell sort of thing. I think that's yeah. like... That's a different skill. It's not necessarily like a creative skill. That that's a business skill that you yeah. learn as you go, sort of thing. And yeah, yeah, it's hard as a creative to not go. I just want to make some stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because you because you have got to sell the stuff, haven't you? And that's the yeah. that's where if I'd imagine most good businesses don't just have a good creative because. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd just be making product after product after product just to kind of satisfy yeah. your create your creative needs. So it's fi- finding like a way that. to keep your the creative side of your brain working while mm. doing the other parts of the job, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, sure. That's the thing you look you look at like the like the the I guess the big brands out there, and it's like and when they do like the the drops, man, mm. um, <laughs> you know, and like all these all these like drops and like seasonal releases and everything most of the time they'll have like a lot of planning behind them rather than just like you know if you're a one-man band or you're a small like clothing brand just releasing stuff because you enjoy it and you love designing and it's like and it's cool and all that it's like there's not as much i guess like like business thought that goes behind it i mean or at least there wasn't in my case sort of thing it was just like get shit out there and like the only time i did it where it was like right i'm gonna plan like a big release and we did like the autumn winter release and it went all right 
but it was kind of like for the amount of planning I put into it, it just didn't really justify it and I didn't enjoy it. I was just a bit like, oh, I've just thrown a bunch of shit out, out into the ether. Mm. Some of it sold, some of it hasn't. And it was just like, it just felt like there was a lot of building up to not have a, a climax, I guess. Um, yeah. Your poor wife. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I've done collections a few times. One really big one that I, like you said, did exactly the same, fought out everything. Everything was cut and sewn, put together. Mm. But I threw some pieces in there. I basically made some throwback basketball jerseys, rip off of like um, Phoenix Suns. So instead of the flaming yeah. basketball, I did a wheel and then copied all the Michelin S original hardwood classic tags on the vest and flipped. Okay the whole thing. So basically the whole vest head to toe was a rip off, but 13 County. And because of the, the demographic and the audience here, it didn't really hit because people mm -hmm. weren't, people don't really know what the Phoenix Suns are necessarily, especially riding motorbikes. They're not sports led. Had I've dropped that in America, everyone would have known what it was, right? But I didn't have the yeah, budget yeah. to kind of pitch it. So again, that was, that was, that was in vain. Cause it was like, I want to do this. Knowing full well that the market that I have probably wouldn't understand, and uh, they didn't. <laughs> so on, on that, then, like, mm. because I mean, I think your your style, I guess, is quite. I mean, it's it's very Americanized, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I do mean that in a really positive way because I fucking love that sort of style, and there's like a lot of big American brands that I follow and like really aspire to. Do you do? um like digital marketing do you do like facebook ads and shit like that so <clears throat> it depends so the knucklehead tea it started selling well so i was like well if people that like it like it then i'll put ads and i put ad spend behind it and it just started flying out mm. um <clears throat> but then you get to the point where you're like well, i just sold out and then you're like oh, well that's <laughs> that advert dead then isn't it until like because then you have to decide do I want to spend another three, 400 quid mm. advertising this t-shirt and get some more in? Mm. Or do I just get a new design? And that's the kind of the yeah. cycle that I always play. I spend loads of money on Instagram ads for like the festival and stuff, just because obviously it's eyes on the page. I do Instagram ads and Facebook ads for me selling clothes are very hit and myth. Sometimes they're amazing when I was doing the denim, I made a very simple ad, did amazing. And then I went to Lanzarote, shot in the desert, made an ad, and it did terribly. So, it's like, so it was like an hour and a half in my studio to make cut together a little real tight advert or two days in Lanzarote costing, I don't know, 1500 quid to then kind of fall on deaf ears. So it's, it's quite an interesting way. And I know, obviously, most people now interact more with a simple advert now like i got these jeans from this brand and they're great and that <laughs> that is people's adverts but for me that's bullshit because some like people just art. want to be told what to buy don't they they actually don't yeah. really care they just want to know I would that someone else use has ads. It. i would rather use ads that were creative and i like old school adverts i like well shot things i just like stuff when it's proper you know and those mm. adverts don't work on me. I'm like, who is this cheese that's been sent this product to say that they like it? Knowing full well, it's going in the bin or in the back of the closet. They're not wearing it. Because, you know, when it's a throwaway thing, it's like people don't want it. If it's free, you don't. most people don't actually want it. Mm. 
it's not desirable it's like here take this and you're like thanks yeah that's how i feel anyway i suppose i suppose it's difficult for them to convey desire when they've already got something as well if you've got it where's the desire to own it yeah i've never thought about it that way yeah i mean i see these ads every day and they obviously work i just i personally don't believe in it so i don't do it and that's probably why i'm poor (laughs) (laughs) i mean when we when we were doing um a lot of ads with the brand like I don't really go on Facebook and that much anymore, but um, I'm on Instagram regularly because of the print shop and that. But when I was on Facebook, I used to get a lot more targeted ads on Facebook than I did it Instagram like, personally. And mm. it'd always be for like, you know, brands bigger than us, but that went well, over my head for a second. And then I was like, <laughs> Oh, penis in large. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not getting those adverts anymore. <laughs> um, uh, that's penis reduction. Um, but yeah, I'd get all these like targeted ads to like me personally for the for the brands that were obviously bigger than ours, but still essentially competitors sort of thing. Mm. And what I'd do my editing about it is like you'd see like all this cool stuff, and everything you click on it, and it's out of stock, out of stock, out of stock out of stock yeah. I was like, why the fuck are you running these ads yeah i'm wasting money and I, I quickly realized like when we went to a marketing agency it's like they do this because it obviously from the marketing agency's point of view it's like look at all the clicks we got you yeah mm. and it's just like yeah that's a bit fucking shitty though isn't it because it's like i kind of want that product and i can't get it anymore like but you've yeah. still given you my my click and then i'll get retargeted eight thousand times by the same brand yeah, from the yeah. dead stuff that no one wants. Yeah, I fucking yeah. hate social media. Well, I hate social media advertising, social media yeah. marketing. So do you, do you have really do you like have much anymore. dead stock, or do you generally sell out most things that you that you produce? Um, so a year before I started doing the festival, when I was purely concentrating on the clothes, I would really gas people up and be like, "There's thirty, there's fifty, there's sixty. Once they're gone, they're gone." And then mm. my customers at that point were like, you know, mm. just be like sell out. Cause I was just doing the kind of supply and demand, same models that Supreme and all these people were doing. So it's just like scarcity, right? So everyone's like, shit, once it's gone, it's gone, which it was. And then I started upping the amount that I had. I was getting better prices if I ordered more. So then I just started ordering more. And then as I started focusing on other projects, I wasn't advertising as much. I wasn't creating as much content. And then I found myself starting to stockpile yeah. older stock. But like even like today, I sold some stuff from like two years because I don't. I try not to. I'll give out a discount code for a birthday or something, but I don't discount the stock. Mm-hmm. Um, so in general, like someone today bought a T-shirt from two years ago, maybe. But there's nothing. I don't know why people heavily because you want to obviously create more, but there's. Also, for me, there's no reason to be like, buy it for a tenner because someone will still want that T-shirt. They don't know how old that is, that design, you know? Mm. That's how I feel about do it. You, but... Do you use the festival to shift any sort of leftover stock and that as well? Yeah, so any samples or like, did another one of our basketball vests, like they, they messed up the elastic on the underneath so it kind of like had like a hard point mm. of the fabric where it was sewn. So it was like a bit like, touching it was all hand cut and sewn you know like all the letters were like three layers all um cut and sewn 
like it was amazing and then they just didn't finish the thing they didn't finish the armhole properly so i was like why would you spend all that time creating that jersey mm-hmm. to then not just finish the arm so then i ended up last the last festival i just put them out for a tenner even though they were meant to be like 80 quid just put them out for a tenner and just sold them all in that day yeah, and obviously yeah. if you're sometimes paying a tenner, you get you the money care. back in don't you? you just gotta get the cash back in don't you sometimes yeah and also i want people to wear them because they look cool as fuck yeah yeah it's just frustrating because then when you do that, you're like, well, now it's going into the autumn and you're like, well, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to make these again now. And you're kind of the train's passed, which is a shame, mm-hmm. especially when it's a really cool product, but it's what it is sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I've cleared, we still had shorts left over from last year and I've cleared them all pretty much in the last couple of weeks. Not surprised. I, I haven't, so I haven't done anything with downcast socials since March. I haven't posted, I haven't done any stories, so it's completely organic, which is fucking amazing. But I'm just like, why has it been sitting here this long? <laughs> you know, why didn't it sell last summer? They would have yeah, flown out if they were the, uh, the old warts, the old long long shorts. Oh, yeah. yeah completely yeah. flown out, mate. Yes, yeah, so you 100%. basically missed the mark, that's why. Right. Yeah, it's your own yeah. fault. <laughs> I'm going to rename the remaining ones on the website to warts. <laughs> Or maybe Get put a discount warts, code yeah. in now. Say use code warts, and then you'll know people are listening. Oh, that's a good <laughs> shout, Darcy. Do that. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Are you want to give a discount? <laughs> Full price. Yeah. <laughs> I've got um got a, a bit of a random question. So how how does it make you feel personally when you get returned? Does it affect you at all? Or do you just like? Um, do, do you know what? I, in five years, I've probably had, I would say, grand total of seven returns. Okay, no. That's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. It all uh, depends what the reason they're returning it for as well, though, isn't it? If it just it doesn't fit, that's no, different. No, no, no. So... I've got a second point to the, to the oh, thing. Right, I'm okay. just curious with that because it's like, for me, like whenever I got a return, without opening the parcel and seeing if the customer had written a note or whatever, it's just, oh, for fuck's sake, they didn't like it, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, yeah. it's obviously just due to fucking self-esteem and all that shit. But it's, yeah, I'm, I'm just curious. When I get returns now, it's normally because it's me doing all the returns in the back end and on my website, you can't just do return. You have to log into yeah, PayPal yeah. or log into the, and just that extra set for me slows me down from doing something else. And equally like customers might have to chase, like, is that refund coming? And it's not because I'm not willing to do it. You know, it's just like that. Sometimes that one extra step is enough to take you off whatever you're supposed to be doing. Mm. And I never put it back into stock. So I've just got like, a pile of random stuff because what I should do is go back on the website and put it back in. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> but so apart I, from that, I, I don't, you know, I don't mind. No, oh, fair enough. I got, um, I got a return earlier and uh, I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Bear in mind, like, we don't run ads or anything anymore. The brand's not really active anymore. So when I make a sale, it's kind of like, I know it's come completely organically. So that almost, to me anyway, makes a return worse. Because yep. somebody no, found like... us organically rather than just having been targeted by an ad and they get it and it's like, oh, actually, I don't like this and just send it back. It's like, that's yeah. whatever. I don't care about that. Um, and I got this parcel and I opened it up and they'd written a fucking really lovely note inside. And they were just like, I love your brand. It's amazing. Like, you know, sad to see you're not so active on socials anymore, blah, blah, blah. 
um t-shirt's great it's just too small for me can i change it and i was just like oh that's fucking awesome um yeah that was so you point. hyped yourself up and you were feeling shitty and then yeah. you opened it yeah I think the anxiety was, I, I used to fucking I used to get right anxiety about getting returns because half the time we used to get returns. So we used to do a lot of sales to uh to the EU when we were running ads. And probably, I don't know, maybe 30% of them got rejected by customs for no fucking reason whatsoever. Like we had our ERRI numbers and mm. like everything was done properly, like customs declarations and everything like that. And sometimes customs would just be like, nah just send it back and it had come back and then like obviously the customers paid for it it's not their fault and we'd go like oh well we've got to send it out again now haven't we and it's like 15 quid to post it back out to germany or whatever they've only ordered a pair of fucking 12 pound socks or whatever so we've mm. then gone and spent 30 quid on sending a pair of fucking socks to germany it's just like i think that's probably where it comes from is like the whole returns thing it's just like hoping nothing comes through today that's why i stopped selling to um when when i launched the business the year two we sold quite a bit in the states like it was pretty lucrative and then i can't remember what happened but yeah something similar with returns and stuff and obviously now with europe i just only advertise in the uk now because yeah it's such a ball like I sent someone a wallet and then because I didn't put the origin of the leather oh, oh no joking. because the origin of the leather was Spanish and this was going to I can't remember where Greece or somewhere like that they charged more import tax because the leather was Spanish oh Jesus Christ and then the Who guy was like, well, I ordered this and I didn't know. And then I've just had to pay. He had to pay. The, the wallet set was like 100 quid. And then he had to pay 80 pound import tax or something. Christ like. alive. And I was like, oh, don't worry. I, you know, I'll send you half to like gesture of goodwill. I'll give you half of that. Yeah, like, well, yeah. There was no point really then because they were handmade in Barcelona. And this was before I knew about the import tax coming in. So I got all these yeah. wallets handmade sent to me from Barcelona. And I had to pay crazy import tax to get them here. And, you know, every time you send one out, slightly further you know like, well i made mm. like fiver there was not the whole exercise is pointless yeah we had we had one like that uh we sent a it's quite a big order it was like a two or three hundred quid order or something sent it to portugal and it was a guy who'd ordered stuff before but you have the when you send the stuff within the eu you have like the the limit don't you have is it like fucking 120 euros 180 like? i think pounds well i don't know you might know so, something like that but mm. um anyway but it was well over the limit but uh, the so you know, the the few orders it had before with like smaller orders it was like a couple of t-shirts here and there a couple of pairs of socks whatever a cap or whatever and anyway put in this like three hundred quid order and uh, he got in touch with us and he was like guys I'm really sorry I'm refusing this delivery and we were just like right and he was like the uh, the import charges that they want to charge us are two hundred and eighty quid Jeez Louise for a three hundred quid order. So essentially, his order was six hundred pound. I was just like, "That's fucking ridiculous." I was like, "I don't blame you." And he still buys from us, but he just like buys in obviously one at a time. Days. I was just like, "It's just fucking bollocks." Team Brexit. Like, yeah, fucking Brexit. <laughs> means Brexit cunts. If only people um, knew what it really meant. <laughs> well, yeah, it means Brexit, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what kind of moving forward then? What are 
I guess your plans to kind of expand your product range because you're doing you're doing your denim and obviously you talked about the kind of doing I guess a more premium brand yeah yeah and then keeping like the 13 count is like your yeah I guess your baseline brand sort of thing where yeah. where's that going that is so I have to be really clever without trying to get investment because cut and sewn pieces fashion you know your minimums are 200 so every piece you need 200 and then if you've got to sell 200 you need 30 percent of those sales in marketing and just a whole it becomes a whole other ball game which i'm not super good at playing so there's quite a few pieces i want to design i just need to really think about how i can make it lucrative without flushing a load of money down this or having a load of stock that i can't sell can't reach yeah. because obviously the <clears throat> the uk demographic that i currently have is absolutely fine for selling the 13 co stuff t-shirts and stuff but the denim hasn't picked up as fast as i thought it would just through not giving it enough attention really because obviously running all the businesses um so <clears throat> The long and short of it is I'm not really sure where uh, where I'll take it yet. And normally like when a few pieces come to mind and then I'll kind of pedal that. But yeah, the so the the core will stay for now, the denim offering. It might we might do a washed or a different fit. But the core offering will stay the same and then I'll try and move into shirts and kind of other forms of outerwear. But getting them right, it took a year and a half to get the game right. So, yeah, there's no urgency for new products in the premium sector at the moment. And also, I think people are broke. So trying to yeah, pedal, because yeah. it's not premium premium, if you know. It's not like Gucci prices, where those people don't they got money. But that kind yeah. of high, higher middle, I think that's where people are kind of feeling the pinch, where they're like, well, I'll probably just spend a little less 100 percent. everything i'm seeing at the moment is any, anything that's mega cheap is selling anything that's quite expensive and you would think would be out of most people's reach is selling mm. and the bit in the middle is the bit that's struggling yeah all those cool stores like hip and uh end and those all the middle brands that you know mm. like price points of like 100 quid t-shirts mm. are like 50 all in the sale yeah because you're not so, going to get the people that have got no money going up to them. No. And the people that have got shitloads of money aren't going to come down there either. Yeah, so no, you've got, yeah. you, there's a weird no man's land. And it's really, it's annoying because that's where most of the actual money is. That's where most of the people that are spending money are going to be yeah. in that, in that no man's land. Yeah. We just need to like tell people to buy stuff. Listeners, spend all your money all the time. Yeah. <laughs> just, all us. just us three. <laughs> Yeah, just spend it all. Just go and buy some stuff from someone. I mean, better, better yeah. You don't even have to buy anything. We can give our bank details out and you can just send us money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, or if you enter my idea. competition uh, on Instagram, we got a, we've got a new clone account, which is uh, quite nice. If you give them £3, they will sign you up to some sort of <laughs> mailing list. You've been cloned? <laughs> we've been cloned and I've had six people uh, go along how, with it. How are people falling for it? People are stupid. Yeah, uh, I don't actually it, know. It, it it looks very obvious. But... Chances. 
wankers, absolute wankers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember it happened to us when we were running a, uh, uh, what was that? I think it was like a 10K, 10K giveaway or something like that. Um, and we were giving away like a like a 150 quid voucher or something. And it was like instantly we got messages being like, somebody's like cloned your account. Like within five minutes. And we were just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. who even does yeah. that that quickly? Yeah, I didn't even use hashtags or anything either. Like there was no yeah. like giveaway. So they're there, mm-hmm. they're ready. It's it's funny when you do giveaways and stuff. There are some people that bloody love a giveaway, aren't there? There's like groups mm. of people, and they put like giveaway. But <laughs> my my missus when she had a glass business, um, that we had a machine that printed on glass, and it could print massive, and um, it printed ceramic ink. So once it was baked on there, it was there forever. But the machine was quite fiddly, and quite temperamental. So you had to run it every day, even if it wasn't a job, and you had to run it every day. So Joanna would just print cool shit. And then every now and again, she'd like, oh, I'll just give it away. And we got tables and stuff, bits and pieces. Anyway, one day she had this idea for a circular glass table with those really fancy, like, steel legs that come out the middle of it. And she got the glass and she printed it bright pink with black and white skulls all around the outside. Right? And she did that it. Sounds cool. It was fucking wicked. Really cool. Really, really cool. And uh, she said, I'm going to do a giveaway, generate a bit of interest in it. Because then if she, her intention was if she did that, then people might come to her and she could sell the odd bit and pieces rather than wasting this ink that's running anyway. She could actually sell a few bits and pieces here and there. And um, it said quite specifically in the giveaway that it's a big, heavy item. Like, there's no uh, postage included in this. If you win, you need to win locally because you're coming to pick it up. It, it weighs like... 25 kilos just the legs and then you've got the weight of the glass it's a hefty old thing it was, I think it was probably about 70 or 80 kilos all in had people applying from like america for <laughs> 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 this thing and there are thousands and thousands of people applying to try and win this table that they had they would never be able to get stupid <laughs> people just like free stuff don't they i just don't i don't like free stuff believe it or not mm. not asked for free I, I like I like a nice T-shirt when I go to the print and promotion. Yeah, like a nice say, T-shirt. The last, the last nice free thing I got was an AS Color T-shirt. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's really really banging. cool T-shirt. But it's like I think that's probably the only free thing I've got in the last. I don't know. Maybe fucking ten years or something like that. That was like, that's cool. I think the last, like, I mean, it, it wasn't even free because I was doing my fucking job. I was in the pub trade, and it was when uh, when Stella went all fancy and bought out the glasses with the stems, and it's like, oh, it's Stella Artois, actually, yes. um, instead of it just being a wife beer drink. I can't um, drink maybe out of those glasses. Maybe I could give you, oh, no, it's not, it's see-through. <laughs> That's how clever it is. Maybe I could give you these free tickets to my festival and that could be the best free thing you've received in quite some time yes that sounds amazing free plug alert (laughs) (laughs) do you want to talk do you want to talk about the festival that sounds amazing though i have a festival (laughs) (laughs) oh you should definitely you should definitely talk about the festival tell us what what's happening throughout how long's it run for by the way uh friday from 3 p.m till sunday 10 a.m 
So tell us what's happening from Friday to Sunday. So basically we have, um, we've partnered with Blondie's Bar in London and on the Friday, people will come and they will get absolutely shit faced uh, <laughs> and listen to some stoner rock. And nice. what else we've got blues. So on Friday, we've got Green Lung headlining who are a fairly big, I don't know if it's Doom or Doom or Stoner Rock. I don't know what the genre is, but it's decent and I like it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we got four bands playing on the Friday and then Saturday we have a ride out in the morning and a bike show till 3 p.m. And then we have bands playing into the night. We also have the UK's only traveling skate bowl. Nice. Yeah, or bowel if you're stupid when you're typing up the text on the adverts and you publish them. <laughs> oh, you didn't. With, with skate didn't. bowel. You didn't. Come into my skate bowel. Yeah. Oh, and what a shit went, mistake to make. That's exactly what I said back. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> to someone so they, that told me. They've all yeah. been released. Yeah. That's oh. fine. No, it's not that it's not on the posters or flyers. It's just in the like the infographic video. Oh, okay. So you know, <laughs> if you're not concentrating, <laughs> the more I think about it, the funnier it is. It's cool, isn't it? <sighs> so yeah, we've got the UK's only travelling skate bow, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and we've got the Goodness Brew from London. They're bringing a whole bar with them. So yeah, this is going to be a lot more. A lot more fun. Last year we did like pint cans and it was very like boutique. And this year we're being every year. I just want to elevate it a little bit to the point where we can um, have it as like a proper staple on the on the uh, festival calendar. Is it is so, it always at the same place? Uh, hopefully now the new farmer that I'm working with is great and super helpful and really down for festivals and the project. So Where the first couple. Uh, it's in, uh, High Wycombe. Okay. Um, so like an hour out of London. Double pub. That's can even you, further you, away you from drink, your house. Can you drink that weekend? Pav? Probably not. I tried to have a glass of wine the other day and I had a massive nosebleed. I've been having loads of nosebleeds. There must be something in the air. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it could be the pollen. The pollen's bad. Lots of people have been saying that, but I don't suffer from hay fever, but maybe, well, maybe I do. you do. No, if you get nosebleeds, yeah. then you definitely do. You're having yeah, a nosebleed it's, now. It's nothing to do with the you cocaine. <laughs> I was going to say, do you know the other thing that causes nosebleeds? But... Picking your nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but is it there could, any, is there any greater pleasure? Is there any greater pleasure than picking a fucking rock solid hard bogey at your nose not one i can't think of one no you can't no. that's because you're right when i just not, had... not even going to 13 county fair mm -mm. bogeys 13 county fair <laughs> <laughs> ear crisps children do you know what i mean they're like way down the list in comparison i don't know crisps are quite high up there People, I got a lot of comments actually uh, from people about crisps after listening last oh, week yeah. or the week. Yeah. <laughs> crisps, are, crisps are life. They are. Still not eating them at the moment, but 
They well, are you're, life. Well, you're a fool. You're still clean. Still clean. Still, still clean. clean. <laughs> Solidarity, yeah. friend. Mm. <laughs> I did have a naked burrito yesterday, and it came with three tortilla chips. I don't know oh. if that counts. Tortilla chips them. aren't crisps, are they? No, no they're not. Right. They're uh, no. tortillas. Yeah. yeah. We, we found a loophole, people. We found a loophole. <laughs> yeah. Ever yeah, consider starting a crisp podcast instead? I should do. Mm. Or yeah, maybe I mean, like we were, a sideline. Before, before you came on, we were talking about sandwiches. So I don't, I don't uh, eat burritos. They go straight oh. through my skate bowel. <laughs> <laughs> Your escape bowel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about sandwiches. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get your opinion on this sandwich, Tom. Right, you ready? Mm, World's God, best sandwich. Right. Bearing in mind, I'm vegan, so if you're like. Oh, steak, shit. Yeah, steak no, and ham. I'm gonna be like, if you like that, cool. Okay, well, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna explain this to you. You're gonna hate okay. it. Okay. But you weren't always vegan, though, were you? No, no, no. So you probably, eat, you probably eaten most. Okay, fine. So you're like, oh, yeah. okay, right. You won't have eaten this. Trust me. Brioche bread. <laughs> Brioche bread. Yeah. Lightly toasted. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> Good start. Lightly toasted. Butter. Yeah, yeah. Actual yeah. butter as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the stone course. Mm-hmm. Spam. Weird, but that's a reach. No. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. wait for it. Lime pickle. Lime. What? What's lime pickle? The stuff that the you yellow. have with the, the stuff you have with the uh, with poppadoms in the Indian. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then a little teaspoon with some capers on. Right. And you hold right. the sandwich lid. <laughs> right, and you flick the capers on and put the so you don't know where the capers are. They're like little, they're like little depth chart minesweepers, whatever they are, mm. on there. Delicious. It's no good for you because of the spam. Although I don't think yeah. there's any meat in spam. Yeah, what year is the meat? Like World War Two? <laughs> yeah, it's a vintage. Has to find vintage. Has to be actual spam as well. I've tried other um, non-uniform meats. I don't know what the correct term is for them. Corn um, beef. Now, uh, corned beef is not is very different to spam. I think, in my opinion, it, is I do it like still a thing. Beef. Yeah, corned beef. Still I, have that. Yeah, I have corned beef sandwiches quite regularly. Good to know. I am one hundred and thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think of that sandwich? If you weren't uh, vegan, would you eat it? I I like capers, butter, fine bread. The spam really threw me off because it's just really weird, isn't it? Spam. Mm, yeah. It's just weird. It's just meat that's been sitting in a tin for well, forever. It's meat. It's just yeah. Well, I, I think it's, it's a good no for you. from me. It's I good for the it's good for the blood. It's full of pentapeptides. <laughs> Probably carcinogens as well. Yeah, it's full of um, whatever. It's, it's full of all the good stuff. Mm. Okay, I'm not going to rate it highly. The stuff but... that makes your skate bowel move. So what's what's yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the best vegan sandwich then? That's a good question. Oh, I don't even eat sandwiches like that anymore. I mean, a vegan Subway, because then someone else is making it, it's pretty good. Mm. There's no <laughs> calories if someone uh, else makes it. It's always food. better when somebody else is. Actually, no, I'll take that back. Oh, yeah, I know. A vegan, vegan, this isn't bacon sandwich is pretty good. Oh, I like the this stuff. Yeah. What, so, is it actually called This Isn't Bacon? I've not heard of this. Yeah. It's the brand is like this, and then it's like they do like chicken, and it's like this isn't chicken or this isn't bacon or whatever. And their marketing is 10 out of 10. Yeah, it is. I've never heard Fucking of them. Flawless. Mm. But 
I don't do the shopping to no. the point. It's like monochrome, isn't it? It's fucking yeah, perfect branding. Do you, would you mind it. if I quickly Google it? Yeah, do it. I'm gonna give you my opinion on it as a, as a their their marketing campaigns and taglines and like the bit on the back is just oh, it's, like, it's cool, isn't it? Like they'd write, I don't know why we've put this text here. You're not gonna read it, but you are reading it. Something along those lines. <laughs> it's, quite, it's playful. Oh, good. This is good. Achievement. Oh, that's cool. So obviously you're you're doing a massive chunk of cut and sew. Then have you yep. had? Have you? Do you think you will ever have any plans to bring something like printing and embroidery in the house? Don't know. Do you do embroidery, by the way? Uh, no. no. Would I bring? It in house. If I wasn't the messiest kind of live, I would for sure bring printing in house. But I would be like, I'm doing this, and then I mean, it's a mess now. Just putting stock into a cupboard. Imagine paint, <laughs> ink, and water, and it's giving me anxiety actually talking about it because I just know how bad it would be. <laughs> Because sure be I mean, I've got it. a vinyl, I've got a vinyl cutter, and when that's getting used, the studio is for two weeks. Mm. Just bits yeah. of. I was doing loads of vinyl earlier, and it was literally like I, I went to my boss, and I was just like, "Do we have a broom here?" And he was like, "Why?" I was like, "Because the entire floor in the vinyl room is like an inch thick in like vinyl offcuts." And he was like, "Is it?" I was like, "Yeah, it's fucking rank, mate." <laughs> it was like it was like I don't even notice it anymore. I was like, right. How big do is we have room? a broom then? It's it's not that big. It's like it's probably the size of this room or something. Um, but it was it's literally like it's like months worth of like vinyl offcuts just all over the floor. I can't do, can like, do with that. No, no, but... it fucking sent my like fucking like anxiety into overdrive. I was just like, I need to fucking not like, clean. Like, I'm so tempted to try and go way more minimalist so i just i had a really hefty sneaker collection i just sold like 45 pairs and i was like this feel this feels good so i was like i wonder how far i can take this getting rid of because when you get rid of stuff you feel more free right Mm, and i've what years ago when that minimalist movement thing come out and i was like this is this is cool but i'm like i'm a super consumerist so it's like yeah yeah because I just love things, but equally, mm. once you've got those things, they're not as good, are they? Yeah. It's just more the want of the thing. And then I was like, but then that's conflicting as a brand owner. Probably why I make less product now and more longevity product. So I don't just want to be peddling stuff into the ether. So it's quite, it's quite difficult to balance like being woke and just making money. <laughs> yeah, but then I suppose you have to make the money, don't you? Yeah, of course. And I think because of the customers that I sell to, it's cool to have old T-shirts. Yeah. Like, to have a T-shirt that's four or five years old is actually yeah. better. So I'm not probably actually creating too much landfill because people actually keep and wear this shit and it washes super well. So, But also you're not, with your designs and everything, you're not really doing things because that, that style of design is a fad. Yeah, true, Every, true. So it's not, it's not like... 
like there's a fad for doing puff prints or whatever at the moment it's not like oh yeah i'm gonna do loads of puff print stuff and then in three years time if you've got stock left over you can instantly date it and go we know when that was sort of made you're not doing that yeah. you're, you're 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 designing what you want to design and what you think is cool and it yeah. doesn't really matter what the trends in that are because you're not really buying into it you're buying into longevity not into yeah or into fads yeah, because you can kind of play into the trend like, um, you know, everyone loves the band Harley Davidson and everyone mm. wears, wears their T-shirts. Mm. But no one rides motorbikes. Yeah. We look at how many people you see wearing um, Thrasher magazine hoodies. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, they, I think, have never even seen a skateboard. Or <laughs> even knew it was a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I used that? to love Thrasher magazine. But again, I think when I loved those things, I loved like the shoe adverts or like the team rider adverts in mm. the magazine. I was very drawn to like adverts, especially skateboarding adverts. Cause they were just fucking cool. Mm. Like they're just the way they were put together is amazing. You should, um, you should see if you can get advertised in there. That'd be cool. Wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah, so there's a few places I've tried to look into, but print advertising so expensive. Mm. and the money you spend on social media can actually like guarantee eyes on we've been featured in a few magazines it does work and then when it's free like we were in uh backstreet heroes put our, our fuck work ride t-shirt in it and then we just had an influx of like xxl triple xl 4xl sales and you're like cool so at least i know the demographic now of like mm. hmm people in who are buying these magazines and spending which is you should cool um know. you should look at getting into oh what's it called there's a free magazine and it's of people who like old cars particularly particularly old volkswagens but they have all sorts of other stuff in it what's it called hay burner hay burner yeah i've not it's really really fucking cool like they've got the magazine's completely free so you can sign mm. up to it. all you do is you pay for and it's a hard copy magazine you can get it online, but you, you you just pay for the postage. So once a year, I get a um, I get a, a bill from them for the postage. I pay yeah. that up front, and then I think it's I think it's every two months it comes out, and then I just get a big. I mean, it's a thick magazine, quite thick, and it's loads of cool stuff in it, and I will get mm. that sent out. But it's all paid for by the adverts in it. So, uh, so, like, so you can take out like a full page in it or whatever. Yeah, and but there there are there are lots of different things interspersed within. It's it's actually a really interesting read. It's it's quite sort of it started off relatively sort of low key, and it's sort of got better and better and better as it's gone on. It's more and more professional as it's gone on. Hey, Bernard. Yeah, it's really cool. Really cool. There's all sorts of stuff in there. Yeah, but I just thought it might it might it might suit you maybe going and looking at something like that. I've written it down. Yeah, you have. Darcy, you're right, mate. Yeah, some fucking idiot shouting outside. Oh, should we come round? Should we beat him up? If you want, I'll it's be up for that. A bit of a long way, but I reckon I can be there in an hour. Can you, can you, <laughs> Shall I hold him down until yeah, you turn up? Yeah, until I get there. Well, but then you might have to come here because um, where I'm staying at the moment, the neighbourhood watch have noticed that I have the loudest motorcycle in the world. Yeah. Um, the other day, I, I rode past someone's house. He opened the window. He shook his hand out at you. Waved his fist. At that point, I just before I was going to the gym, I'd had a lot of pre-workout, so I stopped and was like, "Yeah." 
and then I started revving the and what? Yeah. I got really angry and started revving my bike outside his house and these two little dogs that were literally there were like gonna die and I was like don't listen, it's for him. <laughs> and then I realised um, being a badass is what I do. I went away yes. with uh, my neighbours um, the other day. Uh, we, we had like a weekend away um, with the kids and all that. And uh, I was speaking to, uh, to my neighbour and I was like, I'm, uh, now that I've got this new job and it's a lot better paying than what I had before, I've actually got a bit of disposable income. I was like, I'm going to save up again. I'm going to buy another bike because I haven't had a bike for years now. He was like, oh, what do you want to get? And I was like, I'm gonna, I, I want to get Harley. Like, I've always wanted to buy Harley. And he was like, please don't. <laughs> I was like, no, now you've said that, yeah. I want it even more. Yeah, exactly. It's going to fucking whole... annoy everybody. I'm yeah, just like, cool. Especially my neighbours to, to our left are fucking assholes, And they just moan about everything. So obviously I use the pressure washer to clean off screens and I've had knocks on the door from her to be like, can you stop making noise? It's seven o'clock at night. She's like, I'm doing it at fucking seven o'clock because I'm being fucking considerate. I'm not coming out here at fucking midnight and stripping screens, you wanker. But it's, yeah, she's moaning at my wife too about her business, about people parking halfway or not even halfway, like, a third of the way over a drive, even though she can still get out and be like, can you stop telling your clients parking over my drive? And all this blah, blah, blah. Just fuck off. Why don't you just post so, them a turd? They must have loads of dog turds where you are. Or I could buy a Harley. Yeah, but aren't, didn't the Harley <laughs> and, guy and annoy them out? continuously. Didn't he come out and say they're basically going all electric now? Or soon? Isn't that right? Yeah, just buy an old one. Yeah, no, just buy an old one. Yeah, I forgot, and I forgot the old cut ones. Cut the exist. exhaust off so it's basically just like the loudest thing in the world yeah mine is it, it actually pisses me off it's that loud it's not but, <laughs> but now i've now i've bought the pipes they've got fish towels on the end so i can't put a baffle even if i wanted to make it quiet i cannot i have to right i have to i have to live on the sword or whatever the saying is now i just have to piss myself off whilst riding anywhere <laughs> it's what it is now isn't it just put headphones in. You'll be fine. I do. With yeah. the noise cancelling. Yeah. yeah. So it's jobs, fine jobs for me. Good. Yeah. yeah. Jobs are good. It's, right. it's not bothering me. Everybody else is fine. Yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the guys at, um, along the road, he's just got a new motorbike and I can hear him when he leaves for work. But I quite like the noise of it. I went and looked at it the other day. I don't know anything about motorbikes. So bear with me now. It's a Triumph. Blue one. Oh, okay. We've got, we got a brand name. That's good. And it's a... What did he call it? He had a funny name. It made me laugh. Was it a scrambler? No. Bonneville. No, it began with B. Bobber. 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 Yeah. They're what it nice, was. them, actually. Yeah, they are they're nice. nice they are bikes. nice. Yeah. And apart from they're like 15 grand. Is that how much they are? Yeah, they're... Fu- I mean, try up so fucking expensive anyway. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't new. It was a second-hand one. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I think yeah. They're only about five years old, maybe six years old, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, everyone, it's nice. Everyone I know that's bought one of those two or three years later has bought a Harley. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I yeah, because you're trying to be cool and you're just not quite there. Mm. Yeah. If you're going to buy a Triumph, you've got to get a Bonnie. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, I know. Even, even a Thruxton, they're nice bikes. Yeah. Yeah, Thruxton is nice. 
Yeah, if you're gonna yeah. buy if you're gonna buy a flange receptacle, you gotta yeah. get a you gotta get a do wacky, haven't you? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's just the only way. I've actually got a bike license wow. without having ever ridden a motorbike. <laughs> Because I've got, I went, I, do you remember the DVLA had that fuck up years ago where they lost everyone's information? Do you remember about that? No, I could get a driving license if that happened now. Deep, yeah, well, I sent my driving license in for renewal, and it came back with a, with a, whatever the one is that lets means you can drive a lorry, and the one that you could drive a motorbike on it as well. <laughs> Two quite worrying vehicles to be in control of if you don't know how to use them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've driven yeah. big vehicles before, but never an articulated lorry. <laughs> it came out and I was like, this can't be right. This cannot be. No better time made, to start. They've made a mistake. And um, yeah, it turned out they'd fucked up loads of people's driving licenses. So one I think job. what would happen is I could I could drive one, but if I ever got had an accident or got caught, they'd go, can you show us your test certificate? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even sat behind a, a, a powered bicycle before. So, if a uh, hypothetical one for you, um, mm -hmm. if there was anything you could add to 13 County as it currently is, yeah, or, or any of your other ventures actually that you think yep. could take them to the next level, what do mm. you think it could be? I'm talking whether it's equipment, personnel, money's the obvious one, expertise, blah blah blah, B business manager. Yeah, business manager. Like I've that. had I've had various uh, investors or partners throughout the years of people that are keen to be involved with something cool, but no one's ever realised you have to work. Yeah, because it sounds cool to be like I do this, but it's so easy if you're like mm. not mentally invested in it to just be like oh, I'm probably not going to do anything this week. Oh, it's been two weeks. Oh, it's been a month. Uh, I'm still involved. I'll tell people I'm involved years later, but I don't do anything. So yeah, a business manager, just someone that could take care of actually growing the business properly. So That's I could just focus on purely on creative because my I am terrible at business. I just... It's probably the quickest we've ever had that great, question answered. I have and great... Then... The thing is, I know I've got great ideas and great creative. I just know I'm not good at managing a business. Yeah, that's the first step, isn't it? Knowing knowing your weaknesses. Hmm. Yeah, I've not known this for a while. <laughs> mm. Figuring out how to fix them is the problem. <laughs> mm. That yeah, is the quickest that, anyone's ever answer, answered that, though. Yeah, and like it's, it was, a, it was an actual like specific thing as well that you're after, which is really interesting. Mm. You've obviously thought about it quite a lot. Like what? I think what I, I possibly... think about it all the time because when I look at. I'll blow my own trumpet when I look at the creative and the ethos and what the brand stands for, the community I've created, this, that, and the other. Strong. The only thing that's like separating us from the competitors is probably the people that are five, like a brand like P and Co, is yeah. that they probably started more business than creative. Yeah. So mm. then they built like this, whereas I'm like this. Mm. And you can never have a sustainable business if you're just doing this yeah so what's so, so what's stopping you from getting that then if you know you need it i would just i've tried i've tried to find people um i just don't know where to find the right people i will put you in contact with some people okay that i know knows. i know lots of people person mm. <laughs> i actually know two people 
Yeah. One person that one person actually might be able to help you with your um cut and sew issues as well. Mm. Um in particular a guy that I work quite closely with. Who we are hoping to get on the pod at some fucking yeah. point. Yeah, we will get him on at some point. <laughs> yeah. When he stop when he stops um flitting around all over the place. Yeah. 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 He's a very, very interesting bloke from yeah, but my, my my partner does some um, business development and things like that. So she, if oh, okay. even if she won't be able to help, she she will know someone that will be able to help. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a massive strength though being able to see what you're not good at. I think it's very easy to fall into the trap as like a you know like a, a sole operator essentially and going I'm mm. going to do everything. Mm. Yeah, going to be good at everything. You can't. It's not possible. Is it? It's impossible. Like you know mm. that's why I mean when downcast was doing really well and even with like inky cow now i'm so grateful to have nicks on board because it's like although with the print shop she doesn't help like all the time and it's not a, a, a job for her or anything it's like having that person there that is more savvy with like the even if it's just like the fucking admin side or the logical side or the business side of it having that person there is so fucking important because i'm like i'm like you i'm, I'm just fucking Whoa. Okay. There's a big old B in it. <laughs> it's just flown in. Um if, if it scared that, you, then that's a booby. I don't know <laughs> yeah. where it came from. Um good one. Window, but having having that person there is really, really fucking valuable. And like obviously mm. I'm I'm very lucky that I live with her. She can't leave. I mean she can, but you know, she's not tied up or anything. <laughs> Um, (laughs) shut up next Um, (laughs) but yeah no I hope hope you find that mate I really really do because you run a fucking awesome brand and the creative is awesome like you know I'm sure I will I don't buy shit from a lot of brands like you know we've had some awesome brands on here and I've bought from a few of them but it's like as Nick's always tells me, I own too many T-shirts. And yours turned yeah. up. And she was like, why the fuck have you bought <laughs> another T-shirt? And do you know what I told her? No. I was like, I didn't buy one. Tom sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> you little Pinocchio. You little Pinocchio. We all tell um, those fibs. I didn't I buy to. this. I didn't buy this uh, Japanese figure that came from it Japan. Got sent to me accidentally it was, from Japan. It was hand like, it was a handmade grown up action man. No, he busted he sent it to me for free. What a great guy. <laughs> I, I won it. Talking to him and he was lovely. <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh my missus used to the amount of times when I used to drink, my party trick was getting absolutely wasted and then waking up in the morning and having to check everywhere I had accounts that I could buy things from to see yeah. what I'd bought. The things I bought <laughs> The thing I once I was I needed a new pair of snowboard boots and I was absolutely wasted and decided that was the right time to start shopping for them. Completely forgot. Three days later, I had fifteen boxes turn up because <laughs> I didn't just buy. I bought the ones I thought that would work, and then I bought the size up and the size down in every one. So mm. I basically bought three of every. I bought five different pairs and three in every pair to find mm. out which ones are the right one. And I wouldn't. I had, a sober, sober me would never have done that. I had one similar to that a few years ago when I when I had my bikes. I was looking for a new helmet, and um, I think I bought five different helmets when I was like blackout drunk, and one for Nick's. 
Oh, that's nice. That's kind. She hated the bike. I've still got. I've still got hers up there. I've got rid of. Uh, got rid of mine. I'll buy a new one when I buy a bike. Um, and it was like, and they all turned up, and I was like, "What the fuck have I done?" It's like three hundred <laughs> quid a helmet or whatever. It was like, and I'm well in my overdraft, aren't I? It was like literally two grand into my overdraft. And I was just like, fuck. But you had a plethora of helmets. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. I've got to find one that fits that perfectly round head of yours. Yeah, my head's very big. It is big. I've got a big mm. head as well. It doesn't look very big because it hasn't got any hair. My head up here is quite big as well, but you know. Oh god, there we go. Always a dick jokes, <laughs> boobs and dicks. So, um, what in the time running thirteen county? What do you think is your most proud achievement? Um, I think creating the community is something that I wanted to do and that I did do, so that was awesome. But I think I just last summer I did a collaboration with Jake Dixon, the Moto Two rider. Um, and we sold out his collection at Silverstone mm. last summer. And looking at all the shit race merch versus all the cool stuff we designed for him and seeing everyone at Silverstone wearing that. Because mm. that was for me like mass. You know, he was selling 200 units per item. Christ we'd never got, yeah, we'd never got even close to that. And it was flying out. Like after that event, I, had like 289 orders day one and i was like you know when you see that and you're like this is how you do it because he's you know he's moto 2 is pretty big he's on itv regularly Mm. so you know he's got a big he's got about eighty thousand followers and they're engaging yeah doing that and now moving on to this season i'm just it's not a 13 co collaboration anymore because i didn't I stupidly or decided that it wasn't as good a fit as I thought originally. So I thought it was cool for a one capsule collection. And now I'm just creative directing his own brand now. So I said, instead of doing merch, let's, let's turn your merch into a brand and you can have, you know, you've got, you've got clients. It's still so, fucking cool though. It's, it's really, really cool. So that's sometimes when you step back on your journey, because obviously you have like in your head, you're like, I just want to be stopped in really cool shops and everyone's wearing it. But that, you know, that is a one in a million story really, isn't it? That's not a realistic yeah. goal. So yeah, that moment there, I was just like, yeah, we done something quite tangible. That's awesome. And having people that were wearing disgusting race merch, wearing something that looked kind of cool, made all the, <laughs> just made people a bit cooler. And I was yeah, like, race yeah, merch that... isn't the nicest stuff, is it? This is like neon yellow, and just and yeah, it's, it's got logos plastered all over, and it's just a bit like uh, just... not nice yeah. logos either. Just that garish. Oh, I mean, the 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 shop, uh, the print shop I work at, they uh, so the owner's big into his racing. He's he's in like one of the Porsche championships or something like that, mm. um, and he prints for like a load of race teams and some of the fucking jackets that they print and it's so for the drivers obviously mm. and the, the crew and all that blah 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 um but it's literally got one of them has 24 embroidered logos on it i'm like that's gonna be hell. like wearing a suit of armor <laughs> like how the fuck are you even gonna move in that <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and I asked to try one on earlier as a joke when I was speaking to the embroiderer, and it's literally you can hardly move your fucking arms. I was like, "How the fuck is he supposed to drive in it?" Like, but anyway, it's meant to look cool, isn't he? 
Yeah. I, I, I generally ask sponsor space. Ask this question. Do you still get that fizz when you see someone in the wild wearing something that you created? Only uh, yes, but more so when it's proper random. Like I was at an airport once and I saw yeah, the most I mean, ra- yeah. random woman I've ever seen wearing one of my coach jackets. And I was like, who did? who did you steal this from? Cause she just didn't <laughs> look like she would wear the jacket. And I was like, that is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is really cool to see people wearing your stuff. And also what I'd like the most is hitting by the other day I was in London and I saw this guy and he was dressed really cool and he had one of my hats on and he definitely wasn't a biker, mm. you know, and he, he styled it really differently. And then I recall him purchasing, seeing him. I remember him talking to me on Instagram first. So then just seeing someone wearing it, how like I can see it being worn on other people, like celebrities, not just like the core demographic. For instance, when like Kanye West wore a old Harley t-shirt or, you know, these people are wearing these brands Mm. and you can see people wearing it, like just styling a brand that you're like, I want to look like I've got a motorbike. Fine. When yeah. I see it like that, that's when I'm like, that's, you know, like everyone wears Carhartt and no one's going, no one's doing work. So just to see. I don't see know, mate, those emails don't send themselves, you know. <laughs> <laughs> God, I need my double needs for this email. <laughs> I've got mine here. Just in oh. case this, just in case the typing gets ferocious. Why do I see through? Oh. <laughs> that's how well worn they are yeah i remember i was um i was fucking around in my van and um i had a an angle grinder with a flat disc on it. Before, it? i know yeah well yeah there is that Dog um, <laughs> and i was i was uh flattening some metal off because i was rebuilding i've got put bucket seats in my van because i'm an idiot and um i was i had them I welded them onto some brackets to go onto the actual seat and i was making it all nice and smooth and flat and I had this angle grinder with a flap disc on it, no guard or anything, because I'm an idiot. And I just dropped it while it was running, and it fell on my Carhartt double knees and just skipped off the top. And I was like, oh, and I didn't. They were relatively new. I was like, oh fuck! And I looked down. You couldn't even see a mark on them. There was like a little bit of dust from the thing that I, I, uh, I was sanding, and that was it. And I was like, these are banging. I'm wearing these every day, and I pretty much did. I think I wore them for about three months before I washed them. <laughs> This video is brought to you by Carhartt Double Knees. Oh, they're, they're, just, they're, just, they're just so fucking good. So we haven't done this, this episode is sponsored by. I haven't, no. Well, because oh. I, did, I did one in the first half, didn't I? Yeah, but this is a different episode. So it's you're going to have to find... No, not now. You have to find your opportunity. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Um, do you have any questions for us, mate? <laughs> um, the boys... The yes. boys. <laughs> yes, I have many questions actually because as a creative that still after all these years doesn't necessarily understand the printing techniques except from like the obvious mm. doing half tone all these like I was thinking see if you have a photo right and you want to create screens from a photo right so how I design I stopped designing very early on Photoshop just for the principle of like, just divvy up the layers in Illustrator. Job done, right? iPad, I've never used, I never used, um, what's the one that everyone uses? Procreate. 
I'd okay. never used Procreate. I always did everything vector-based just for, I knew it made printing easier. My question to you is, when can you create screens from Photoshop files? Yes. Yeah. And is there a process or do you just split, split the colors like in channels? Uh, it's me and I'll print it for you, mate. Yeah, it, it 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 depends on the job. And That's the a shit answer. It depends on the job and the colours and everything. And there are there yeah, is software I mean, that can do it for us. A, yeah, there's a. There, I mean, in, I think in Photoshop in particular, there's obviously a, probably a couple of main ways of separating. Really, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. Um, and the I guess the not old school one but the more traditional version of separating is done in photoshop through mm. your channels because um, i guess the, my question really that was based on like you know like the old 90s 80s 90s harley t-shirts they're photo realistic I, was about to, I know exactly what you you're gonna to say <laughs> to the I, I don't know if it's the latest shirt show episode it was the most recent one i think okay so it's with dave gardner who is one of the guys who was responsible for the early Harley t-shirts. Mm. And he used to literally paint like the layers. And <laughs> like, yeah, paint. Very, no very, Photoshop. Very talented. Not, he had to basically guess what the mixed colours were going to look like mm. before, it's, before it happened. Even if you're not into screen printing, it's like mm. just for the art side oh, of it. Yeah. It, and, and how it's... it gets from art to screen yeah. is insane. I was literally like, I was, I was printing and I just kept having to stop and like, listen, I do that on very, very few podcasts. Normally it's kind of like, it's a bit of background noise and I take in whatever, but this episode I was literally just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah is... What the fuck? And actually recommend watching it on YouTube because he actually yeah. shows the, the images that he's printed. Basically, yeah, yeah. if there was a, a, an image from the 90s and it looked like, and it was a Harley Davidson one, it was him. Mm. What What's the podcast? Shirt Show, Shirt it's called. Show. Hmm. We'll, we'll send you a link to it and stuff as well. Cool. It is... Shirt Show, if you're listening, you know, we'll do a collab episode, you know, you say thank I you. I don't know, we might be a bit big for them, mate. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah my t-shirts are definitely more technical than that guy <laughs> but, but, but yeah back back to your question there's like there's a few ways to skin a cat when it comes to half tones and separations in um for, for screen printing what i would, would love to understand the because i i ended up designing all these basic things you see around me mm. were because the printers that i was using in pakistan at the time they do it old school, like wooden tables, mm. yeah, yeah. Line, line table. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were really terrible at laying colors and matching them up. Cause it's obviously quite a loose method. Mm. So then yeah. my designs at the time, I started to simplify them knowing that if I made them complicated, the printers would mess them up. Mm. So I ended up designing backwards rather than for price point, really. I mean, uh, what, what we could do. Obviously, we can send you some videos and stuff that would help you out. Mm. Generally speaking, a, a decent printer will do their own separations. You don't have yeah. to worry about separating it for them or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got I got a job in the other day at uh, the other the, the my main job, the shop I work at, and the customer 
had done a degree in textiles when she was 18 and she's like in her mm. 30s now she's like i'm gonna separate all this for them and it, she separated it and it was just like a fucking mess but mm. she didn't send us vector files she sent us pngs of the separation layers and it was all in the actual colors that she wanted it printed in so i was like the only way i can really like you know make it black and register it is either take it in photoshop and select the layer and fill the layer with 100 black but then i've still got to line it all up to make it fit mm. yeah and because the png she sent weren't great quality when i turned it all black some of it spread over into each other bit because there was like a bit of like um uh like essentially blur in it so photoshop yeah. has taken that as extra pixels and filled it sort of thing and mm. then if i took it into illustrator and image traced it it wasn't perfect still. And yeah. I, so I literally spent two hours trying to fucking fix this. And I, I said to my boss, I was like, if she comes to us again, just get her to send the fucking file. I'd rather she yeah. send a fucking low resolution PNG with the full design. And then I can separate it and make it look decent rather than sending me these fucking five individual layers. I'm not saying this is what you do. I'm just fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. throwing out an experience mm. that I've had. And I've had it before personally as well, where it's like somebody would separate something like not right. Like it's okay if you're like, if you're designing something and you're sending somebody the AI file or yep. you're sending it fully vectored or whatever. If somebody's just going, oh yeah, I've separated it and here's the JPEGs of my separations. Mm. It's just not. Aside from anything else, like I want my own registration marks, my own information on the yeah, separations. Exactly. So exactly. I don't want someone else giving me their separations. <laughs> layers, if you send me the AI file and be like, here's the color layers, that's helpful. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the most that's the most helpful thing you can do. Sure. It was just when I was looking at um, do you know an artist called Stan Bagini? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was looking like when I was looking at his stuff, I was like, I really like his style. Then I was like, how do I create that or something of that nature? And then that's why I ended up like the the sticker that you got with the horse oh, yeah. the 13 county rebel iron horse rebels that was like inspired by like sambagini's like chrome style mm. um ah oh. is it the blue shoes wow look at that it's a full circle moment the reveal <laughs> the reveal i, ha I have the those shoes well they don't fucking fit me oh pink <laughs> Yeah, I Got bought it. the T-shirt with the panther on it, and it's one of the coolest T-shirts I've ever had. So he he designs everything in Procreate. Yeah, um, and that's all just I mean that's all just fucking stipple shading and yeah all that, and it's just it's his particular style, style on it. Like yeah. I I've tried to replicate it as well. Yeah, like for some of the other stuff I'm doing, and it's like it's just so like obviously his. That yes. it's really, really hard to do. Like, there's a few designers out there that do that kind of style really well. And it's kind of like, I don't know, it's that almost like simplistic airbrushy sort of style. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't understand fully how you do it well. I understand the concept behind it and how it works. Yeah. But I just can't do it personally. Yeah. Like, I think, again, that's like what I was saying before is like a hand size. It's like your personal. Yeah. you can perfect and work on it if you're just trying to do one t-shirt like that to me i would probably we would know imposter syndrome you you're thinking yeah 
this isn't my style i'm copying this style that therefore exactly. it's not translating as it should mm. so that's why i did it in my a take on that in my own style um yeah. but again so that artist again is someone that i would take inspiration from that probably any of my customers mm. wouldn't know who that is but i mean for, for that sort of style of stuff it's like doing it as vector is really really difficult yeah um and when you use like, like the paintbrushes you, on there it's crazy juicy isn't it all the points yeah it's just you, you shouldn't be afraid of sending great. a printer a photoshop file because no we, not at all a, a, a decent work like that a lot of people will just they'll separate in photoshop anyway mm. yeah and most of the time as well it's kind of like with with screen printing it's like if you go oh it's a i don't know it's a five or a six color design if it's got fucking three shades of blue in there you could probably bring that down to a three color design three maybe yeah. four color design because it's like you're just creating different um fucking deposits of ink to create the look of oh this is different shades of blue when in fact it's just one blue do you know what i mean does it ever uh, get done in like cmyk like yeah. if you had like a photo you would just take four screens that yeah, you bring the screen count down okay is a specific form of printing it never yeah, looks so would... in my opinion it never looks fantastic on t-shirts and on a, stuff on a white garment it does no I, I, the greens always look a bit washed out for me mm. yeah. i mean i've thing. seen cmyk on dark garments with an underbase and that looks a bit naff mm. and i got asked I, I got a quote probably six months ago and it was CMYK print with an underbase on fleece in four locations. So no. <laughs> uh, like, no. I'm not even going to fucking touch that. It's like, I could have charged a fucking mint, but I was like, I know it's going to look shit. Mm. Um, but yeah, I quite like CMYK on white shirts. I've, ne so, I've never really liked, but no, I'll, I'll let you off. I've never really liked it personally. If you want to do like a, uh, like a letterpress, type vibe with the say you've got a blue and on photoshop you've put in like a inner inner glow to give like the outside a darker like a stamp look mm. is that possible in screen print yeah yeah what you can do what's what a good technique i've used quite a few times if i want to make something like it's glowing or yeah. if i want to make it look like uh it's like two different colors without we're only using chrome like, yeah chrome for example yeah mm. what you can do is if you particularly on the dark garments works really well when you put your underbase down your underbase can also be like half toned so the area that the darker ink is sitting over the top might be hitting a less amount of white you see yeah. what i'm saying so it's like you, you you can you can darken it by using what's underneath so you're laying yeah, flat that's, that's what i was getting at with the when i was talking about like the blues for instance in a design mm. getting yeah. to different yeah different it's it's different it's stuff. basically it, we we can reproduce most things mm. most things the thing is is if, if you look at anything under a microscope it's going to look different to a computer screen mm. yeah of course but from but that's the beauty you know, of it. realistically how closely are you going to look at a t-shirt what two foot away yeah it's going to look pretty fucking bad on also and in most instances it's going to look better on a fucking t-shirt than it is on a computer screen but but generally with designs like that as well, you need to be printing higher volumes, not because mm. not because of the costs involved, that is an that is an implication, but because of the way the inks mix, because you generally print them wet and wet. So you well, need the first 10, 10, 15 prints are not gonna be Yeah, they're not uh, great. So you, you basically need to like allow for that as well, really, really good. I 
I know you can obviously test print and test print and test print, but I like to run, I like to run test prints on the same garments I'm actually printing on. Mm. So I will generally, if I'm doing, if I'm doing an order for someone, um, I will order an extra two or three of whatever they've got, as long as it's not a mega expensive item, um, and, and run my test prints on that. Um, that's that's the other consideration, but it's all possible. Right? Mm. If you can think it, we can do it, man. Dream big, dream yeah. big. And I mean, even if even if something is too complicated for it to be screen printed, you can come to a happy compromise. Mm. Like you know, because the only other option after that is going digital. And I personally, like you know, long story short, the shop I work at is considering getting rid of screen and going all digital. And I'm like, mate, that's really not a fucking good idea. Like you've kind of got the space; you just need to clear some of the other shit you've got in here keep screen and then because he's basically he's decided he's buying a dtf machine mm. and he thinks that dtf can replicate what screen printing does and it's just like all right if you're looking at it from 10 foot away yeah maybe <laughs> you know but for look feel durability and even a lot of the time speed like it's just not gonna get there you know i had DTF has its place absolutely but, What's the one that's printed onto like acetate or whatever, and then heat pressed yeah, on? That's DTF, yeah. Yeah, I got some a sample sent without the other day, and I was like, yeah. It's yeah. like stretchy. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I just find it really thing. wasteful. Yeah, it's the the plastic carrier that it's on. Whenever I've done a big job using it, I'm always like, how much plastic <laughs> have we just well, the, ripped through? The super color stuff is all fully recyclable. There's a lot of them that aren't. Yeah, it wasn't super color ones that I was using the last time. Yeah. <laughs> it was the other one, which I don't think are. Mm. But yeah, I mean it's it, there's there's many ways to skin a cat. Don't mm. skin cats, listener. This episode is sponsored by skinned cats. <laughs> there we go. I've got one in there. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any que- other questions for us? Or should we go no. on to the randoms? Yeah, let's go on to the randoms. Keep it moving, baby. <laughs> go on then. Do you want to go first, Pav? Yeah, okay. I suppose I could go first. I'm, you know, I like to do... Um... I'm unselfish like that. You're a good man, aren't you? Oh, I was going to ask you that one, but you're vegan. Um... <laughs> we could use the meat alternative for that question. No, I can't, because <laughs> the actual the venue, the venue for this happening is 100% meat-based. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, oh, it's a good one. How do you like your toast? Oh, I have to think about this longer than any of the other questions you've asked. Well, here's an example from earlier: is I wanted some toast, but I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to commit to the full toasting experience. So I popped <laughs> out early, and I immediately regretted it. Mm. What sort of level so, was it at? I want to say it's like two and a half. You like a you like a well done man. It's just it's toasty, it's crispy, it's slightly charred, slightly brown. Yeah, I'm slightly brown man, toast yeah. wise. Yeah, I I gathered that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm with you on that, by the way. I'm I I I I don't think toast needs to be like blackened and. No, I'll eat it like that if I've if I've gone too far down the road. I don't mind that, to be honest. 
You can't untoast a piece of bread, can you? The Milner effect. Is that what it's called when bread toasts? I'm not sure. Carry on without me. I'm getting the microwave. Toast in a microwave. That'll that'll soften it up. (laughs) Definitely make it soft again. Yeah. That's what she's. Oh, no. what, uh, What band, album, or song are you loving at the minute? Ooh, band, album, or song. Band, uh, band I love is Whiskey Myers. Heard of them? Nope. I haven't. But I'm going to write it down. They are blues, rock, country. Okay. Anthems. Yeah. It's like country music with rock and not stupid lyrics. What, like, don't break my heart? Yeah, exactly. Not like that. So the, the opposite of that. Yeah, and I'm going to have like to be way. honest, I spend a lot of time at the moment <clears throat> listening to Apple Music's drum and bass playlist. Nice. I'm in the gym a lot, and do you know, I go through, like, I'm a huge, huge music fan, but I go through really dry spouts of just not enjoying music. Yeah. I, and I'm kind of in that cusp at the moment where I'm just, nothing's really like get me going, you know? Mm. Do you find like, it's like you get almost like an album that kind of like re. Oh, I'm, I'm an album guy. Yeah. yeah. It has to be, yeah. has to be a great album. So basically like if I was to go, what I've recently downloaded, it would be like Kanye West college dropout. Yellow oh, Wolf. One of the greatest albums of all time true love story do you know like just classic albums where you're like i'm just gonna put this album on and i'm gonna listen to this album mm. there's not like i'm not really into singles i don't limp biscuit chocolate starfish a recent uh high played album for me nice i just like classic albums that are just good front to back really do you like everything 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 is it a band yeah They've just asked if you like everything. Oh, they've got an album. Everything. Oh, I can't remember what, what album it is. They've got. They've got the song "Spring, Spring, Summer, Winter, Dread." It's just a, it, I think you'd really like it. It's quite cool. It's sort of like it's not rappy, but it's not singy. But it's quite rocky. Mm. Interesting. Oh, I told I'm you a band I found the other day. Now we're getting onto bands. Um, I found a band called Silly Goose. <laughs> and they are like a heavier version of the Beastie Boys. Oh. Silly Goose. Yeah. My daughter calls me that all the time. So maybe she's working for them. They're very sweary. Silly Goose. Follow. <laughs> so she. <laughs> Fair enough. One, I, one, wish. I saw a wicked yeah, band. Out, I saw a wicked band called. Brilliant. My, my friend found a, a, this video online of this Australian band. Um, that were absolutely mental um, and he was like if they ever come here we're going to go and watch them I was like yeah cool and they came and we went to go and see him at the oh where was it it was somewhere in London some little like grungy dive bar and they're called The Chats yeah and um, they got a song called uh, Smoko which is basically the whole, it's whole the whole song is a story about people asking this guy to do something but he can't because he's on his cigarette break <laughs> 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 it's really that, fucking. That sounds good. like a good come. Yeah, the chat. You definitely you worth listening to them. At all. 
Funk or punk? Punk. No, not really. No. Fair no. I'll shut up. So, sorry. <laughs> Unless it's Blink-182, then probably can... That's not punk. <laughs> it's pop punk, isn't it? Yeah. Pop punk. The pop. Mm. Yeah. There's a, there's a great band called Amel and the Sniffers, if uh, <laughs> there are any what? punk listeners out there. Why have all bands got weird names? And she's hot and she's Australian, the lead singer, so, you know. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's acceptable. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. Whose go is it, Darcy? It's you, mate. Uh, if you could ask your future self one question, what would it be? Will you ever do things properly? <laughs> your future self probably won't get back to you. <laughs> it's funny when you ask the important your, questions. Your I always know the answer. Create more projects for you and send them back to the past. Yeah, <laughs> I would just. Uh, I was literally saying to my wife today. I was like, I wish. I was like, I'm on a path now to just do things properly, the right way. It's so much less stress. I'm just going to do things properly. And I can guarantee by the end of this month, I will be doing lots of things incorrectly. Mm. It's all about habit forming, isn't it? Do you not think that breeds your creativity, though? Do you think if you did things properly, then maybe it sucks some of the creativity out of you? Isn't that part of, the, part of your thing? I just think when I was a kid, my mum was really strict. And I think there's just something about me that's just like, I don't want to be told what to do. I don't want to do yeah. anything properly. Mm. Not that I can't do it properly. I just don't want to. Mm. But in turn, you realise now why your mum was strict. Because if you do everything properly, life is easier. Mm. So it's that's like... fun though, is it? No, exactly. So then, but then not doing things correctly and getting letters and what God knows what, not having a really loud all these things make life more difficult but yet they are just so satisfying so yeah, yeah. i guess i'm I, I i am a punk by default but not our choice it's just how just how it is what uh what is the best part of your day oh. um <laughs> <coughs> <Brand social laughs> podcast. not just time <laughs> <laughs> Uh, best part of my day, uh, there's two answers here. There is the um, the father in me. When my daughter gets up from having a nap and she has just a big old grin on her face, that is a, uh, that's a, a golden nugget, a free moment of just like happiness, isn't it? It didn't, yeah. didn't need nothing, didn't cost anything. And then it's the just... screaming starts. Yeah, then all the stuff afterwards happens. You're like, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry, I need food. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> just that one second was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm just super into going to the gym and being healthy at the moment. I'm just obsessed with uh, self, not self-help, like uh, health podcasts and like learning about biology and really into biology and stuff at the moment, which is pretty cool. <clears throat> and trying to avoid being scared of ai so anything that's the opposite of ai i'm really into at the moment Fair enough. should we start communicating by carrier pigeon that would be cool we could yeah. use like quill and parchment yeah sounds good mate yeah i mean i, I think feel like pen and paper would be fine you don't have to go that far back do you they're still using just in case paper. because the pens might have been forged by robots <laughs> okay the postman might actually be a robot. 
Like, uh, post person, you have to say now, Darcy. The <laughs> post android. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't fucking speak to me when I say that. <clears throat> so. Have you guys used the new uh, Facebook? Uh, Facebook talking about AI. The new Photoshop generative uh, filter. It is not, yeah, shit. No. It's hilarious. <laughs> It, uh, it it's not as good as as all the like the promos and that make it out to be. I don't think. I know you've got no. to know how to type into it and use it and stuff. But I I was trying to. I had a picture and I thought it'd be a picture of my friend and I thought it'd be really funny to make it look like he had a monocle and a top hat on, which I thought was a relatively easy ask for that. Yeah. The and un- the the shit the amount of times I had to type in you have to get, you have to get really really specific, and then sometimes you get so specific that it does something completely left field and it changes yeah. everything but that one area it's it i, I can't get on with it uh, well this let me i won't show my screen i basically had a beer can and it had the word yes in a rainbow hang on let me mm. see if i can just oh, it's on your instagram and... that picture isn't it yes no. yeah let me see if i can just hot, turn my screen back to normal i really want to show you no it's not going to work basically in this said video i said the, the lay, base layer is cream. I said, highlight it all. Instead of using just the content aware feel, I was like, uh, replace this colorful logo with cream from the label on the can. It took all the text away and dolloped a pile of cream <laughs> running down the can. And I was like, that's pretty good. That's what I asked it to do. Just a dollop of like mayonnaise dribbling down the can. No logo. <sighs> That's what I asked it to do. If you think about Hilarious. it. Hilarious. Yeah, this is true. You were till with cream. Okay. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> that's really, that's really tickled me. I'll send you the video after this. Yeah, on. please do. Yeah, go. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> the um, cream, the cream blob was much easier to fill than the logo, so it did its job. I think we'll we'll get there. What was funny is um, you see these people that obviously really know what they're doing with it. Yeah, but it makes it look like it's far cleverer than it actually is. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure it does. But all really, it's, it's doing is dropping an object. It's there at the minute. It's like it's just it color will... matching and dropping an object on top of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it will become scarily clever. Oh yeah, I won't need and to be doing graphic be design work for anyone. Very easy to use, mm. but at the minute it's just like, as you said, you need to know how to use it. And like, if you know how to use it, you can probably get great result, great results out of it. But yeah, not for me, not for me. Go on, Pav. That was a tangent it, on that question that you asked me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Um, what talent would you show off in a talent contest? Mm. Pretty talentless when it comes to talent shows. <laughs> Must be something you can do. In a talent show. Got some basic yo-yo skills. Be pretty Ooh, cool. Oh, what tricks can you do? Oh, you know, just split the atom. The hydrogen bomb. You can do all of them? Yeah. Mate, that is... That's banging. Yes. Get all the well, way after that. That's, I got, you, you, yeah. You'd probably win the 
the yo-yo world championships i presume that is a thing it seems to be a world championship for everything else doing that i watch yo yo-yoing in the last year and it's come on some come on some steps i remember when i was at secondary school and all of a sudden out of nowhere yo-yos became popular yeah it's mad it went crazy for a while didn't it you could Proper buy yo-yos crazy. with bearings in them and they had lights mm. and they were like 100 quid yeah it's ridiculous yeah, Matt. Okay, I'm going to say yo-yo because I can't actually think of any other deferrable skills that work at a talent show. Well, you need to also send us a video of you doing some yo-yoing. I need to find a. Actually, uh, my daughter got a yo-yo, and I stole it immediately and started trying to do tricks with it. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> what was the point of her doing it? I was way better. Well, obviously. Yeah. Give she, it needs to, she needs to learn from the pro. Yeah, obviously. The yeah, pro yo yoer, yeah. the pro yo, pro yo. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, move aside, GoPro. Oh, imagine um, if you put a GoPro on a yo yo. Be a GoPro yo yo. Go yo. Say anything. A pro yo go go pro yo. It's Babs up in an aneurysm. If you were going to be turned into a dog, and you had to choose what breed of dog it was what would you go for tethered to one oh they all stink dogs don't they um <laughs> uh it'd have to be like oh maybe the uh what's the andrex dog a, 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 fun. A retriever in it golden retriever in it oh no sorry not that julux as a lab julux dog oh uh, old english sheep dog that's it yeah that looks fun why not you can wear them as a coat as well. It'd be pretty cool. No, you're the dog. You get turned into a dog. <laughs> oh, then what happens? <laughs> and then you're just a dog. <laughs> oh, so I'm just turned into a dog. I thought I was going to be tethered to a dog. No, but... no, turned into a dog. No, I was no, going no. to like just wear the dog as like a cape. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, in that case, That's just one dog. Cape. <laughs> in that case, I'll just be like. Um... A little, a little dog, because then you don't have to go for a walk. I wouldn't want to walk if I was a dog. You want to be a greyhound, then, don't you? Really, they don't walk much. Nah, quite skinny. Yeah, I could be a, a whip it, small greyhound. Yeah, yeah, whip it. Yeah, be a whip yeah. it. I've no idea why I chose that dog because I don't even like them. But yeah, I'm being a whip it. You heard Ooh. it here first. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go on Photoshop now and take a photo of yourself. And say, make me look like a whippet, and see what I'll it do does. That too. Yeah, make sure <laughs> you do that. Send the results to our listener who wants to know. Um, uh, what is the one tool or device you could not live without? Uh, it's gonna have to be Apple Watch Ultra or Apple headphones. Other devices are available. This episode is sponsored by Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, headphones are pretty cool, aren't they? Especially noise cancelling headphones. Yeah, they are cool. Because that, like, you can just blank out the bullshit even if you don't want to listen to the music. Mm. What I like about noise cancelling headphones is you can you, you listen you listen to music at a normal volume. You don't have to listen to it like pumping, really yeah, fucking true, loud. Yeah. You can just yeah. listen to mm. it. Yeah. But then, if if you don't have the, the the phone to play the music, then the headphones are pretty useless. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm gonna have to I mean, limit you to one thing. 
when I'm at work, I sometimes just put my headphones in with no music. Just so no one talks to you. Come. Yeah, exactly. That's smart. And then when people come over and talk to me, and I can hear them, I just ignore them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're so, we're so we're so um, what's the word when you like to be talking? Social, aren't we? Yeah. We're very Actually, anti-social for a social. I'm podcast. gonna I'm gonna swap because those things require other things. My camera. Fuji camera. My Fuji oh. camera. I only need. <laughs> Thought you just picked up like a bum bag or something there. You can see it's got the my light. grinder in it. Yeah, no. <laughs> my Fuji camera. Nice. That is yeah. Goes everywhere. I have I've had big professional proper cameras and since I've had this I've not used any of them. Mm. What is it? It's a Fuji X one hundred V. Just a little point and shoot type. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking yeah. at a getting a new little camera because so i've got a where is it a canon 700 1300d and it's a it's not huge but it's a bit of a unit it's like i just want something a bit smaller yeah get an x100 is very cool i feel like i need yeah. a camera now um let's get a camera back i've got i've got one of those ones that you film on that's it. I don't really take many photos. Hmm. I like this camera. This looks cool. I might buy one. Fuji X100V. Is it, so it's digital, um, is it? Yeah, but it has... Uh, Fuji has, like, classic film stock digital in the camera. Oh, nice. Uh, that's really um, cool. If you weren't doing what you're doing now, what do you mm. think you'd be doing? Right now, so before this all happened, I was music, uh, then I went to fashion. I think now I would like to be in new, I'd like to be a nutritionist. I find nutrition uh, really cool. Like literally you could stop eating a certain amount of food, certain types of food and then reduce you the like the chances of having cancer which is crazy isn't it mm-hmm. so that that really interests me at the moment it's like a little little path i'm going down so yeah i think i would be a nutrition maybe nice that is the most probably the most left field answer we've ever had for that <laughs> i like it yeah yeah i'm into uh, wellness man well you, you're doing very well thank you your wellness <laughs> You're well, 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 there's a joke in there somewhere. I can't quite find it, but there's definitely one there. So listener, make up your own joke now. We'll get there. Well, do- oh, there we go. That'll do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, can you think of any brands that would be good to have on the pod? Good brands. What about, have you, do you know Slackjaw? No. Slackjaw, Tom from Slackjaw. He's uh Another oh, guy who, who I talk to quite a bit. He in this exactly he's direct competitor probably to me. Um yeah, he would be a good guy to get on the pod. He does mm. some cool stuff. Yeah. Um 
especially like his business versus my business as well do like come out very differently and i think that's quite interesting to hear two different takes on what people do mm. um what other brands i've got uh another guy that i used to work with he's got a brand called four f-o-r-e he might be cool to talk to because he'd probably be quite different to who you normally talk to and he's very like street cat like guerrilla marketing Ooh, yeah that sounds cool he's really cool. good at like doing like uh notting hill he planted like burner phones in different places <laughs> I mean, like if you found the phone you'd get text <clears throat> so he does loads of like and sticker bombing competitions and so he does quite a lot of he has really great ideas for marketing so he might be a cool person to speak to on like <clears throat> a different vibe yeah mm. yeah that's awesome. cool check them out we'll check them out for sure um where can people find you they can find me on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> they can indeed yeah after this podcast i will be available for bookings uh 13co.co.uk <laughs> Go and listen. Go and follow, listeners. Instagram at 13countyco. Not 13.countyco, because that is a scam. <laughs> Have you reported it? Have Instagram done anything about it yet? I would say they've been reported over 100 times, and now people are getting the message saying they're too busy to look at it. Instagram is too busy to look at it. Yeah. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's probably them running the scam. Probably. <laughs> Does make you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Take it away, Pav. Is it me? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the last question. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I was in my own little world. What is the meaning of life? Dun dun dun. <laughs> is that the actual question? Yeah. Um, for me, the meaning of life is to create cool shit. And that could stem from having nice food, making that good, creating a nice product, having good kids, create cool shit. That is the meaning of life. Nice. I like that one. Very on very on brand. Mm. But in a non cheesy way. Doesn't doesn't take a lot to go a little extra and most people don't. Mm. So yeah. I suppose you've only got to be one percent better than the Next person, don't you? Or one yeah, percent more effort. Just got to care more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Awesome, mate. Well, thank you so much for coming on again, mate. Yeah, really thank appreciate you. it. I had a thank blast. you for having me again. That taxi's been waiting anyway, so I know we'll ages we'll keep in touch. <laughs> that taxi all the way to your bed. Yeah, it's <laughs> sit, sitting there like this. <laughs> <laughs> he needs that taxi. Needs to relax. He. <laughs> I'm he so does. sorry. I'm so sorry. It's done now. We just got to move on. The damage is done. Well, the, the genie cannot be put back in the bottle. That that one is out there for the world to listen to. <laughs> Keep it moving. Oh, oh thanks for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. No worries, man. I hope everything goes well with uh, all your wonderful adventures that you have endeavors. Let mm. me know if you want tickets, and I will send you some. Yeah, sounds good, man. Sounds good. I think I might, might nice. well be up for that. Yeah. Darcy, Darcy can have my beers. 
Oh, Come on. Well. <laughs> oh. All right, mate. We'll leave all the best. it to it. Thanks, Tom. Cool. Thanks, you guys. You look after yourself. All the best. Take care, mate. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye.